0: ready to go?
1: Yep. Okay.
0: I'm going to try the thing. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, January 22nd, 2022. It's just after 3 UTC as we're starting to record. As we're starting to record. Exactly. I'm Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is there. Hello, Yvonne. Uh, I am here. So the plan, the plan, uh, we're going to do our usual, but first segment, uh, and then we will do a segment on the pandemic because there's still stuff happening, uh, and then we'll do politics. So that's roughly our plan. Um, uh, for, for the, but first, uh, I have, uh, two things that I want to mention, uh, right up front. Um, and, uh, is sort of the more serious one first. Uh, I just wanted to mention, uh, one of our long-term listeners who, uh, is on our Cummudgeons Corner Slack all the time. Uh, you've heard us reference him. Uh, Greg, uh, is having a serious health condition right now. I don't want to get into more detail cause I don't know how much he'd want to share or not. Uh, but I just wanted to mention it. It's sort of, you know, he's, you know, he, he's in, uh, you know, I don't know the right words to use, but, uh, it's a, it's very serious. Uh, it was sudden and unexpected and it hit those of us on the curmudgeons corner slack really hard. Um, and you know, <clears throat> I just wanted to mention here and, uh, uh, and wish that, well, uh, hope
1: that he can listen to this at some point.
0: Yes. And that he uh, gets well as quickly as possible. Uh, from, I have know, really missed
1: Greg. I, I gotta say, uh, I haven't like, uh said it on the slack, but I, uh, you know, uh, uh, Greg was very active on the slack and we talked a lot
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he's been gone. Started a blue. And, um, uh, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen right now. We just, we, we have very little information. Had yeah, cuz cuz we, um.
0: we we don't directly know like Greg's direct family or anything like that. I heard, you know, a, a friend of mine from college whose husband talked to someone
1: who a friend of Sam Greg. and I, by the way, yeah, yes, we, yeah. We both wound up hap- knowing at the same time because these people are all our mutual friends. So yeah, so but it, but it was
0: like a it was like a chain. Like it, it, something right. happened to Greg. His family knew. His family got in touch with somebody you know from college that got in touch with you know another friend our of friend. ours, and like we we heard it like you know fifth hand or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, For we're second.
1: third, 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 third. Well, it it yeah. Well, well we don't it, we it don't it know how many die. steps before. Well, it, it it seemed that Chris's friend had been trying to reach Greg is what he said. And all of a sudden he got that info. He relayed it to Chris, Chris relayed to Rebecca, who Rebecca relayed yeah, yeah. it to us. Yes, yeah. yes. So
0: m- anyway, multiple steps in the and chain it. um uh but uh we're we're very much thinking of Greg and uh hoping he uh, pulls out of his situation and uh, is back with us on our Slack and listening to this show very soon. Um, so, uh, it, you know, if and when we know more, you know, maybe I'll mention something again on the show. But uh, well, yeah, we this, his, this hit yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you know, not I'm not going to yeah, relay is... details of his condition, but like, you know, after putting this in here, if like, if like, if like, suddenly he's back, I'll be like, "Greg's back! Yay!" You yes, know, but. Uh, Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, it it is all very hard because he's in the, he's in the slack all the time. He's talking to us all the time. Uh, he went to college with us, so he's our age and, uh, that, that also hits. Um, yeah. Uh, and he, you know, and he seemed to be doing great and having a good time. He was traveling at the time this happened, uh, visiting his family. Um, so yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, that's the first thing I wanted to mention. I just wanted to get it out there. And, uh, like Yvonne said, hopefully at some point, Greg will be listening to this and, uh, and we'll be feeling a lot better. So,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, uh, aside from that, I did want to follow up on, uh, what I talked about last week, um, which is, um, you know, I did pull the trigger. I got the Mac Mini that I talked about. And we we got some feedback on our Slack and elsewhere. You know, everything that both Yvonne and I were talking about last week, I I mean, we we really are talking. You know, not just first world problems. We're essentially, we're talking, we're talking rich people problems here.
1: Okay. Basically.
0: Yes. I mean, let's, let's, you know, let's not towards words. Yes. That's basically,
1: yeah. We're like,
0: I mean, uh, I'm like, oh man, I can't get the new computer I want. So should I get like an extra computer for like four
1: months? Oh, I I I don't know. How how do I fit six screens into my my home office? I mean, you know, look, going, yeah, Jesus, you know, how do I get an eighty plus inch a by eighty like desk inside? You know, and be (laughs) oh God, yeah, well. Uh, Um. So
0: anyway, I did pull the trigger on the Mac Mini. I'm on it right now. Um. You know, and. A couple things to say one, of course, since the moment I bought the new computer, the old one hasn't crashed once, <laughs> you know, of with, with everything I was saying, the old one has not crashed a single goddamn time since, since I bought the new computer. Um, well, of course. and, and, well, of course. uh, and it's sort of, it's, it's still, I mean, it's, it's still slow, but you know, I could conceivably have maybe limped along a little longer, but I, I, you know, I don't know. The thing could crash again, like at any moment. Right. That's true. I, yeah. I don't know. Or, or maybe the very last memory chip I took out of the damn thing was, was Just, the one was causing the, ba- the problem. Was the bad one? Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden it's fine. I, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, So, but anyway, I have the new one set up right right now. I have the new one and the old one right next to me on the desk. They're both hooked up. Um And uh, uh, you know, I, I'm using the new one right now. I've got all of the critical things that uh, I need in order to do the podcast and a few other things I do regularly all set up. I've got, you know, uh, the, the main, there are two constraints that this mini so far is that i feel um one because i bought the base level absolute cheapest one you could possibly buy it's like mm-hmm. minimum specs on everything i expected to be significantly memory constrained i so
1: far have not had a problem because of the memory now like well i think that know, the main thing is like one of the things that i and i'd read all the reviewers about these new m1 max is that they just didn't need as much ram as that as as before they just yeah, didn't and ma- for whatever reason. M- Maybe. The way that I, the and- architecture is that... I, I mean, it's just a baby. I mean, I read this from multiple reviewers that reviewed the M1 Max. They said, listen, we we took the same machine, we had half the RAM as we had on the Intel RAM, and we're running perfectly fine without a problem. And I was like, well, okay, interesting. And so so you're experiencing yeah. what basically so, so, everybody that's reviewed them has said regarding the yeah, memory. Yeah, I mean, so,
0: so far, it's absolutely fine. Now, I have... Done audio editing for the podcast. I have not tried to do video editing on this machine. So maybe there'd be a difference and I'd feel the pinch there. I don't know. Uh, But I'm running like the same number of apps at the same time as I usually do and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, The place where I've felt a pinch is the built in storage. Um, But even there, like I'm basic, I'm up and running with everything I actually need. And I have leaned much further into the cloud-based stuff at, that I've done before. Like every possible thing that I can set to store it in the cloud and only keep on the computer what you absolutely need right now, I have turned those on everywhere. Um, for the you know for iCloud, for Dropbox, for everywhere, I've turned those options on. Um, so like you know my uh, you know my my photo archive is big enough that even on my old computer, I had moved it onto an external drive. Uh, where I kept the original copies of everything. Um, But with it set to, you know, only download what you need when you need it, it doesn't have to, you know, pull down like however many terabytes of photos I have stored. It only brings the ones I need right now. Uh, And that's working absolutely fine. The only place where there's not an easy way to do that is when I, you know, I also keep an insanely large mail archive, like I, I don't just have the last few years. I have my archive going back 20 plus years of email. And for the first decade of that time, I kept every spam message as well. Um, you know, I never delete but, a but, single but message. I don't in understand
1: what the problem is. I thought you printed them all out anyway. So no, the no, the, I I it, for... no, I only printed,
0: no, I only printed out the ones at CMU. That I was not unable to have a good way to store electronically at the time. Once I left college, everything everything past college uh is kept. uh I've kept in the single archive. But like with a t- and I, all the attachments from all, all those old you mails, those, everything. You know,
1: I I, I think that there's a you know one of these high speed black and white printers. And we should just print, print them out all. all the new
0: mail too. Yeah. No. Yeah. So what 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 I have is like that old you know everything from the last two years or so. And everything I haven't dealt with yet is in the cloud at, you know, I, I have it split between two email providers, but they're, they're all out there and they're all synced. And I have, all, all of those I have access to because it's smart about those. The only things I don't are stuff that I'd already moved to sort of local storage on my computer. And there was too much, like if I tried to move all of that over, it it just literally wouldn't even fit on this hard drive. Um, so, yeah. so I, in order to, uh, in order to even make that work with all of it, I'd have to have an external drive and I'd have to have my mail on that external drive instead of the internal drive. So for the moment, I just haven't worried about that. That old archive is on the old computer and on the backups of the old computer. So when, and if I get the larger iMac I want, I can still transfer all that stuff over, but I'm not worrying about transferring it at the moment. And the other thing, which again is going to fit into that uh, rich person problem category, is um, because you know, yeah, the, because I took what was the second screen for my iMac and is, am using it as the single screen for the Mini. I'm really having a hard time adapting to working on one screen instead of two or three.
1: You know that is uh, always a a, a a a problem, right? Working on one screen instead of two when you're used to the, when you're used to that, it, it's always a little bit uh, of, of a. I, I know that I have to adjust now. Yeah. Every time I have to do that, it, it's just. I mean, you're just used to a lot more working space, and then you know all of a sudden it gets cut down in half, and you're like, "Whoa, wait, what? what the hell?" You know. Yeah. It, it, How did exactly. I do this before? Well, I, I,
0: I had been set up for three screens at one point, and then I took one of the screens I'd been using it and moved it to another room to use sort of as an extra TV hooked up to an Apple TV. And, um, and so I was down to two screens and now I'm down to one screen. Well, actually, because the iMac is still next to it, it still feels like I have two screens. So I am often like, right. but I, you, I try you could to pull move up to like a
1: white, you could Right, you could pull up like a web page on there, and, you know. Be I, I doing could. This well,
0: or... yeah, but but more, I, I try to move the mouse from one screen to another, and of course, it doesn't work because it's actually two different computers. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm adapting a little bit to the working on one screen now. You can hook up a second screen to the Mac Mini. Apparently, it's it is constrained. Like the only way the only way that it will run two monitors is if one of them is connected through USB C. And one of them is connected through HDMI, (laughs) you know, but if you set it up that way, you can run two monitors off it. Um, But, you know, I actually don't have another extra monitor lying around right now. And I'm not sure I want to buy one for this purpose. And, you know, and again, like here I am bitching about this, right? I mean, I've got a working computer that does whatever, but it is like you, you do really get used to the workspace when you have more. And so it feels constraining when you're down to less, but you know, uh, whatever. And like not in the model of iMac I have won't do this for a few years. You could use an old iMac as a monitor, but they stopped that at some point. So I can't do that with mine, which is annoying. It would be nice if I could. Mm, Not well. um, So yeah, I just wanted to give an update on that. Otherwise, I I, I just want to say real quick, otherwise, despite the fact that this is the bottom of the line thing, this significantly outperforms my old computer, even before it started having problems. You know, it's just, that's <laughs> what, that's what moving from a late 2015 model to, you know, a two, I, I mean, it it is 2022 now, but this is a 2021 model, uh, Mac mini. And, uh, so that's a, a what six year difference between those two and six years makes a hell of a lot of difference you know it's just like just doing the same things it's just a lot snappier you can feel it in everything you're doing it it, it's it's so even though i've moved from what was at the time when i bought the old computer near the top of the line to what is currently the bottom of the line uh it's still better you know um and so I, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm enjoying using it. At some point, I may give in and attach a, another screen to it and figure out someplace else to put my old uh, iMac. Uh, but and and the old iMac is still hooked up, uh, used uh, to all my big bank of hard drives, none of which are attached to the new computer. So hopefully that helps performance too because it's not worrying about indexing thirty terabytes of crap that's hung on to the side of it. Um, and uh, so it's it's already acting as sort of uh, since it is up and running and hasn't crashed for a week. We'll see if it continues to not crash, but, uh, if it doesn't, I'll leave it there as sort of a file server, and it's doing a few other like background tasks that I I have automation on that I haven't moved to the new one. And so you know, uh, overall, I'm happy. It was it was good. I still feel bad like because I didn't I did not want to buy one until the new IMAX came out, and here I am. Uh, I also saw some speculation this week that depending on Whether they choose to go true like pro level iMac only with everything top of the line or consumer level iMac at the 27 inch size, uh, that may affect the delivery date like everybody's been saying this spring, but if they make the opposite choice, if they decide to go with the pure pro models instead of a consumer version of the iMac with the larger screen then instead of this spring it might be as far back as next spring you know a year later so we'll see what they do i I can't imagine they'll go that long they will release something that i will want to buy this year but um uh but yeah of course i blew some of that budget right now so i'll you know well uh, whatever 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 i'll balance it out okay that was it i'm done i'm done i know nobody cares uh yvonne do you have anything for this but first segment
1: Ah, oh, boy well there's a couple of things but uh well i guess the one thing that had me all well let's see number one i got covid oh yes I completely forgot about that. You, so you, last a couple week weeks ago, we you thought I thought your that... family had it, and now you actually Oh, didn't. no, my family did have it. I had people in my family that did have it. But no, no, but I, I, I meant said like, specifically your immediate family. Like, you thought man, who had it, and then he didn't have it. No, uh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. No, right. Yeah. Well, last week, look, I thought I had a cold, and it wound up being COVID. Um, right. I mean, I'm so, fine, like, right now. So wait, uh, the, yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, last week, when we recorded the show, you were noticeably congested.
1: Yes, I was very noticeably congested, and I, and because I I was still congested, and I had a big nose drip on on Friday, and I was supposed to meet somebody. I had the the uh, the test kits at home, and I'm like, look, let me check again. I did a test on on Wednesday, it came out back negative, but it takes a while for it. You know, the recommendation is to do a couple of tests, you know, to ba- make sure, you know, space them out a little bit. So I did it Friday morning, and boom, positive. And I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so, um, so, oh well, uh, but, uh, I, I will say the, you know, I had a lot of, uh, had some sneezing, coughing and some congestion, tiredness, basically. That was like probably the worst thing, but by, uh, the more, most tired day I will say was Monday, even though I had fewer other symptoms. Uh, but, uh, by Tuesday I was feeling, uh, I, I was getting Back to normal. Um, I've been feeling fine the last few days. I mean, I will work in a full day and doing everything basically. I just haven't been leaving the house at all, mm-hmm. you know, except to uh, go. Uh, 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 I mean, my wife and my son have repeatedly tested negative. They've not gotten it. Um, did Did you take any precautions within the house to isolate yourself not from re- them? Not no? really. No. I mean, that's so hard. That's so hard. It, it's just, it, it's just that we had been, you know, I figured that, okay, I obviously had been, we all got exposed to the same person, which apparently we got it from my brother who, he had come in from out of, he had come in from working and he didn't know he got it, okay? And, right. uh, he he called me up and said, hey, I tested positive. Now he's vaccinated and everything so, but, and he had been and he had been using masses. Everybody had been whatever. and he But but he has to go work and be in person in certain places. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Not not with a lot of people. But, you know, he had been taking his precautions and whatnot. But he said, hey, you know, positive. I'm like, well, okay. So that's why I tested on Wednesday because he had come back. He had positive, And then it came out negative. But then, you know, I, I had been developing some symptoms. So I went and I tested again. Then I had positive. So we were all exposed to him. And, uh, well... I don't know. I, I've already wanted to spend the whole week. Nothing. She just did not get it. And Manu, we nice. tested him. That was a struggle, but but we got him tested, and well, he came back negative too. Neither of them had symptoms. The only one that had symptoms was me. So um, I'm gonna guess that you know, if you look at the stats, what's the deal? I'm the oldest one because I'm about ten years older than my wife, mm. and um, you know. You can buy my age and, uh, you know, that they, I, guess that they, that's, you know, it, it, you know, the, the data show it, you know, look, it, they, they said it's like X percentage of people that are boosted and whatever and vaccinated. They don't get it and right. some do. And so I'm, I'm it, you know, they didn't, it, it, it is what it is. Um, it's not, you know, it's not that complicated to, to figure it out. It's just the way that, uh. That it works, you know, your physiology, your age, all this, you know, all the things, you know. So that's where I'm at, but but I'm fine right now. But but more, you know, I, I will say that I had been more caught up all week over the fact that we had a car stolen from our condominium on Sunday <laughs> night. Okay? okay,
0: screech. Switch topics. Go ahead.
1: Yes. So that was <laughs> probably you know my more, uh, you know, I, I just mentioned that because I wanted to mention it because it, it, it happened. But but my more important, but first, it was. There was a damn car stolen, okay? Okay. Um, I take it this is relatively the- rare in your particular area? I don't or- recall it ever having happen- happened here in the condo. okay? Okay. I mean, I've been president for 10 years. We had a couple of motorcycles stolen. Now, the motorcycles were stolen in a way that they didn't even go through the front gate. They- we had an open part in the back, okay, where you could we could take them out through and we right. figured that they must have taken them out through that through the back, okay? Um so we had sealed that off in order not to have that happen again. Um but no, that it, you know, we've had cars it's been a common thing, I will say, so I've lived down here for 20 years, 20 20 plus years that people will walk through neighborhoods and places and they will try to find if there's a car unlocked or something and they will steal and ransack some stuff from the car okay um so 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 that's happened to to like my father once they stole a bag of his dirty laundry for whatever reason i don't know (laughs) okay um, I, I had some neighbors that that happened recently. I've been trying to figure out what the deal is and, you know, who, you know, I'm thinking, well, some younger kids around are just going around and at night and they're like, they'll take all the change and whatever, whatnot, you know, whatever they'll do. That. And so, uh, but we had not a car stolen. Um, so, uh, I, I'm trying to figure out, well, what the hell? So went through the security. Uh, surveillance video and found it, found when it happened. It happened around 4 30 AM on Sunday night. Um, now the thing is that this is what really, uh, got us upset, got me really upset is that I went, I went through the surveillance of who was coming in through the guest lanes. Okay. And so I found that unfortunately the guard that was on duty on at night, uh, those days. So we have a rotating staff of guards, uh, Usually pretty good. Okay, and diligent. Well, this guy had just been letting anybody in that came up to the guest gate without checking who the hell they were. Oops. So, people would just drive up, and he would just open the gate. And I'm like, um... Hello? And he's, he's supposed to be checking ID
0: that either they Correct. live there or they're on a guest list or something.
1: Or, or if they, you know, they're, they're, they're a guest and they need to call. I don't care if it's a, in the morning. Hey, you know, sometimes, I don't know what happens. If somebody's showing up late or whatever, so they needed to let them through. If not, they can't get through. This guy just opened the gate to whoever the hell showed up. And so I'm like, what the hell? And so, uh, so I saw which cars came in. So there was a car uh, that come in like just 10 minutes before, uh, the vehicle was robbed. And, uh, and so what happened is, uh, well, th- 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 this is because they actually later on, they were able to track the car and they arrested one of the people in the car. Okay. Uh, okay. and they actually found a car. Okay. Um, so what they did is that now she had been lying about the details, but. They basically came in, and they just, like I mentioned, they just, a group of them, and they they, they managed to find an idiot guard, okay, to just let them through. And they just went, you know, tried to figure out what cars were open, and this is a brand new Lincoln SUV. And this lady had left a key fob inside, okay, which is one of the things that right now police are complaining that people are just being very dumb about. And which has led to a, a a big increase in car thefts. People leaving their goddamn key fobs in the car. Okay, well, now that they're and, not and keys, the car, so they're a key fob, and, and the, the car car's car unlocked. unlocked. Right. Right. Okay. And so, so people walk up, and they will just open a car, and they will find the key fob is in there. You press the start button, and voila, you're gone. Right. And so that's what the lady did. Unfortunately, uh, I'm just like you know uh, now. What I found is that, you know, the police and the detectives are trying to dig more into these guys, uh, into this group. Because, so I, I pulled up, there is a map. It's a very interesting uh, map city of Boca subscribes to the service from LexisNexis, which actually I saw provides national uh, crime maps. Okay. And it showed that several apartment buildings, con- well, these are, yeah, these are all apartments, not condos like ours. There's a string in them that's a couple of miles East of us. Okay. Uh, And that about six cars have been stolen this month in that area. Okay. Uh, And those places, they don't have security like we have that they're not enclosed. So they could just walk in. And so what they were doing is these guys are walking. So I guess they just decided to try to target our place. And I guess previously they may have targeted, but we didn't have dumb guard the other nights, I guess. And so they didn't do it. So lucky them, they got, Dumbass dumb guard at the, the gate, and he just let them waltz in, and they managed the car and 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 leave. But this is apparently just a, um, I mean, it, it's a, I mean, I'd read about it, but now that I dug into it, it's been happening in the area, and they're targeting like they like a condo more than they will go to a residential neighborhood because we have a lot more cars, more tightly packed in a smaller space. Okay? okay. Right. When you're in a condo, if you think about it, you go into single family, you know, like, like the neighborhoods that are, you know, there's a neighborhood that's right across from us where there's a lot of houses, but you know, there aren't as many cars packed in a small space over here. You've got like a ton of them inside a small space. So they can okay. go and like target a lot more cars, a lot more quickly. And so therefore that's why they are targeting like condos and apartment buildings uh, for that. So uh, I mean, look, unfortunately I had to ream out the owner of the security company and basically I had to tell him look I, it, it, I went and I called him up and I said this is what happened and then after I told him I checked the videotapes and the next night he let somebody in again without checking who they were again and I said listen I'm sorry you gotta get rid of this guy Right. I'm sorry but I just went and I just called you I told this jackass that they already stole a car and then he's doing it still doing it yeah, I, I mean, and it's like, that's the freaking job, right? I mean, look, I don't know what I'm no, saying. There's look, no room I room for I misunderstanding. Get... No. And, and look, I get that it's a hard job being there all night. I get that. Look, I actually, you know what? I've occasionally I've seen one of the guys. They'll fall asleep. Look, I get that. You're there all night. Okay. You know, it's hard to just stay up all night, but look. There's only a couple of cars that come in through at night. Look, I don't care if the car wind up open you up. Go over to the guy, find out who they are, and then go back into, into your booth. But don't just let them roll through. The whole reason I'm paying you is to, to roll through. I get that it's hard to stay up all night. But give me a fucking break. At least do the minimum part of the job. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I I, I mean, I know th- th- those jobs are hurt or whatever, but, you know, but but look, if you're not even going to do the minimum, I, I'm sorry, but I can't, I, I mean, I mean, the whole reason to have them there is so that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. And when you just let somebody come right in and just, you know, rob the place, well, damn. And after you get reprimanded about it, you still let them do it again. Yeah. Well, Okay, so anyway, so yeah, so I, I said, so, you know, uh one of the people that got caught, seventeen years old, was the, the, uh, uh, they caught, uh, uh, the, one of them for sure. I know for sure that there were like three people, uh, that were in the vehicle because I looked at the surveillance tapes as they were as, e- as they were exiting, and you could clearly see one person in the passenger seat, okay, in front. Mm-hmm. There was somebody obviously driving and as they were exiting and they got through the stop sign l- leaving our, our gate and we have a camera there somebody opened the right rear door okay all right like opened it and closed it again so right so there were three people in the in the vehicle um so it seems uh, so i don't know this is just the thing like right now uh that is just going on and it's just a uh, opportunistic uh you know they're just, uh, I mean, this uh, Hey, let's, let's just, you know, find open cars unlocked and, and it, and it's, a uh, and it's national, this whole thing with the damn key fobs, the damn key fobs are, I, I will say that, uh, like it doesn't even help. Like, it's like, for example, my wife's car locks itself. Right. If you walk away. Okay. okay. Mine doesn't, but it will warn me that it's unlocked. Okay. Right. Um, but Look, if you didn't take the key fob, it's not going to lock. Okay? If the key fob is Mm -hmm. inside, it's not going to lock. You need to take the damn key fob. I don't understand why the hell people don't just leave it in their pocket or their damn purse. You don't need to take it out for any goddamn reason. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway, now, I don't know. On, on, on the flip side of that, with without the fancy new key fob technology, earlier this week, on the same day, only a few hours apart, both my wife and my daughter locked themselves out of their cars and needed to have AAA come and let them in. How could... They, what? How? Uh, yeah, so... I, I don't know the details. My, my my wife was in Olympia at the parking lot at the state capitol. So I do have another copy of her key, but it's like a two hour drive away. So I couldn't write. And it was in the middle of the work day. I couldn't go. Uh, so she she had to call AAA and had have them break into her car and let, let her back in. She just left the keys in the damn car and locked the door. I don't know. Now, my daughter got home from work. And locked her keys in her car in the driveway. And, and she realized this as soon as she closed the door. So it, at least she didn't find out when she needed to go somewhere again later. So we had to call AAA again. Like, th- these Look, were hours
1: apart. Locked, okay, I have locked my keys in my car. But mm-hmm. I will say that I that has not happened in a long Man. time. I'm going to – I am pretty sure – since the nineties. So since we are talking about
0: locking keys in the car, I know I've told the show on the podcast before, but it's been uh, this show. I know I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's been many, many years. So some of our current listeners may not have heard this. I have to relate the story where I when I was in college, and Yvonne will remember this, um, <laughs> and I, I was at a gas station like <laughs> across, across, across the street from the from the college. And I was filling up the gas station. I was filling up at the gas station and I was pumping my gas. And then I went back and the door was locked. And I'm like, oh, crap, because I realized the key I left the keys in the car. I could see them on the seat in the car. And I was locked. I couldn't open the thing. And I went to the gas station attendant and I was like, look, I'm sorry. I know I'm blocking your lane. But I locked the keys in the car. I have to go call AAA. <laughs> I have to do something like that. And I'm sorry about the inconvenience <laughs> it's going to cause. Because this was a two-lane gas station. So it wasn't like those was you know, rows and rows and rows. I was blocking like half their pumps, right? And um, and, and the gas station attendant <laughs> reaches over, puts his hand <laughs> through the open window, and, grab, and grabs my keys and hands them yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's uh, so God. good it makes yeah. you cough <laughs> uh yeah so that's, uh yeah that's that's my locking my keys in the car story
1: I, I i gotta say that look the the whole key fob and the key thing over the last I mean, the last time i locked the car was a car that didn't have this kind of like a locking system i, I remember that uh like uh my, it, it was, it, I'm pretty sure it was a Nissan Pathfinder I had. So this was like in the mid nineties. I think that one is the one that I probably last one, that the keys. But, but since the two thousands, I've had these cars that have like, uh, either the key itself, like, uh, had buttons that, uh, remote unlocked or locked the car. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the, the car wouldn't let you like put l- 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 the German cars d- didn't let you like lock the lock, put the lock on if the door was open. Okay. Okay. So, so you couldn't like lock it. You, you couldn't like just slam the door and lock it like many Japanese cars, which Japanese cars had this thing where you could just put the lock in, close the door and it would, that it would, it shut. Okay. And if you right. had the keys inside, you were screwed. The German cars wouldn't like, like ne- ne- never allowed you to do that. So the, so for the last 20 plus years, I've had a European car. And so at first I had those that had, just a remote that was the, the BMW, at, the, the key itself was a remote. It was like all integrated into one. And so that, that made it easy. And then, I don't know, a car with a key fob since the mid, since the mid 2000s. And so, I don't know. I always just keep the damn key fob in my pocket. I just never think about it. And so, right. You know. I mean, it's just, it's always in my pocket. So I, I don't know this is not, you know, I'm not going to lock the keys in the car. I do. Right. I, I did once. Now I remember the, the key fob car is here. Now here's the interesting thing about it. I a couple oh, of times. Oh, that's an interesting thing. Uh, well, yeah. Well, well, the more or the more intriguing part about it. Okay, about how the sensors <laughs> work with a with a with a with a key fob. I went and I accidentally a couple of times. I had the key in my briefcase. Okay, and I approached it as I was coming in off a flight or something, and I tossed yeah. my briefcase in the trunk and closed the trunk. The sensors would would actually detect that I had put the key fob in the trunk. All of a sudden, you would hear this beep, 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 beep. Go, up, go up, happen, and the trunk would pop back open okay. because it knew that I tried to put the key in the trunk, and it was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, and it would just detect it and wouldn't let me do it. So I, I did on more on more than one occasion, almost toss the key fob in the trunk and lock it, but the car wouldn't let me. So there okay. you go. With with that, I think
0: we should take a break and then move on to our more serious topics. What do you think, Yvonne? The, uh, okay, do we have serious topics? Ah, uh, kinda. Okay.
1: Okay. All right, let's go and let's, get all serious. I'll put my serious face on. You're yeah, gonna put you're like serious. my fighting face on. It's like you know, I'll put like one of these like wrestling masks, kind of a thing. I- exactly. Okay. We
0: will be back right after this. AlexMZilla.com
1: dot com. Bang Alex and Dad, gaming videos and more fun Alex. Elementary School Fight Day. YouTube by Night. AlexMZilla.com Alexmzilla is A L E X M X E L A, and dot com is period and C O M.
0: and we are back i, I we are re- uh, there there is yvonne there's yvonne yes i i uh, i i had meant i i didn't mention it in our butt first and maybe i'll talk a little bit more at the end but we are using brand new recording software because one of the things with the m1 mac is the call recorder for skype that we were using from ecamm does not exist for m1 there i tried to install it and it gives an error and says sorry we're not supported for m1 and like links you to a blog post where they show that so we're trying something new we're trying something called zencaster which i saw a bunch of reviews on that people like so we're experimenting so if you hear a difference in how the show is structured i'm the whole workflow is different and we're trying different stuff so uh yeah. Uh, send feedback. Feedback at curmudgeons-corner.com. Anyway, um, our next topic is the pandemic. Uh, so I, I, w- I will start uh, again with uh, worldwide stats. Um, I guess I should have I, saved the
1: fact that I had COVID uh, for the pandemic.
0: You, you could have. It was sort of a more personal take. And now we'll talk about the more general stuff. So... Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll start with the worldwide death stats. As I order always,
1: your, did you order your tests?
0: Uh, my free tests. Yes. Yes. I ordered. Uh, my, my wife ordered our free tests from the federal government, and I ordered our free tests from Washington State, which is also offering some.
1: Oh wow! Look at that. There you go.
0: So plus plus, um, I received the additional tests that I bought. Uh, after last week, Yvonne pointed me at a, a place online that had some in stock and like, you know, had me like, go right now, right now, order them while they're in yes. stock. And I, I, and I did. Um, and, uh, so we, I, I now have, we, we now have in the house nine tests ready to use and they're more under the, and they're more underway from both federal and Washington state. But let me give, let me give the worldwide death stats, uh, as we usually start, um, we have we definitely have a a real sort of upward swing uh, at this point in deaths worldwide. It's finally hit um, the first part of the upward swing. Looked like okay, maybe this is just you know we had the 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 dip around New Year's, same as we did last year. There's a dip around Christmas, New Year's. We had the same kind of dip. It lasts for several weeks until they catch up, and uh, to some degree, it looked like maybe. It was just getting back from that dip. It now looks like we're we're above where we were before the dip and still heading up at a a fairly rapid pace. So comparing in different timeframes right now, we're up 10% from a week ago. We're up 12% from four weeks ago, up 13% from 13 weeks ago, which is about a quarter. So that's a week, a month and a quarter approximately. Um, But then. From a year-over-year basis, we're still down 47% from where we were a year ago. Now, if you do the year-over-year comparison, we have started to inch back up. We had been down over 50%, and now we're only down 47% from where we, are, where we were. And if we continue at the current trajectory for you know more than you know a month, month and a half, uh, then we would like catch up to where we were a year previously, but given what we're seeing worldwide with how places are peaking and then coming back down uh, in cases, which presumably means deaths will also peak and come back down uh, a few weeks later than that. uh, I'm still hoping we don't end up (laughs) getting to the point where we're worse than a year previously again, Uh, but we are definitely heading up right now. Um, And uh, as Omicron sort of, you know, even though like the the ratio of you know deaths to cases is much much lower than we've seen in previous waves, the cases are so much bigger that you're you you still see an increase in deaths. Um, and then you've got different parts of the world are cresting at different times, and so when you're looking at the worldwide number, it's sort of smushing together. Th- you know, all sorts of patterns that are slightly offset from each other. Uh, so we'll he- see how this goes. Even in the U S there's some, some parts of the country that started to get Omicron first have already peaked and are heading back down. Other parts that picked it up later are still heading up. Uh, I've seen people saying that from a, uh, overall United States perspective, um, cases have peaked, uh, which probably means, you know, deaths will peak a few weeks from now. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's where we are. Um, so where else did you want to go with this, Yvonne, this week?
1: Well, uh, let's talk about, I, I, I've been seeing a whole bunch of, uh, uh, information regarding the impacts that this is having on, on the economy and businesses and other, and, and other places. Okay. Um, I mean, there, there, there seem to be a whole bunch of, uh, of, of companies, uh, that you've got small businesses that have been struggling with, with the virus. And the reason why they have been struggling with the virus is because in many cases, because the overwhelming infections have been hitting their staff. Okay. And causing these businesses to have to, uh, temporarily shut down. Uh, or, or or have extended shutdowns, which has been impacting business uh greatly. Um uh, you were one that just mentioned today. Uh, you you, you were talking about. Uh, I think you you sent us on the on the Slack that you've been going to a Wendy's that that you go regularly, and that right now oh, the yeah. Wendy's is struggling with s- staffing and their schedule that they basically they gave said our hours. Yeah,
0: but let me so, let me say, because uh, I, like I, I had been for a while, like last year, i had been going to Wendy's really regularly, like multiple times a week. I'd stopped. I had I, I, been good. I haven't gone in like a, I don't know how long, but it seems like it had been a long time since last time I was there. This time I went today for the first time in a long time. And I noticed in the drive through window, they usually have a little sticker that gives their hours. The hours. Right. That sticker was gone. There was a new sticker that simply said our hours are posted
1: online and updated in real time. Exactly. And that's (laughs) what's going on with businesses. I mean, in general, because it's so difficult to gauge who's going to be available or not. Uh, Look, schools are struggling with this. Uh, I mean, hell, I, I was getting calls from our district trying to find substitute teachers, for God's sakes. There is a restaurant right by our gym where where I've been going to that basically had to shut down for over a week over this Mm -hmm. um, because they were struggling with this. And across the nation, small businesses are getting really hit very hard by this situation. Uh, And it's all kinds of uh, uh, businesses. We're talking restaurants, definitely very hard hit. Just almost all types of retail operations, service operations. Okay, uh, say that you need to get a, a a washing machine fixed or something like that. Our, by the way, Michael, is our freaking washing machine broke down? Okay, look, yeah, I it think was you like mentioned that last week. Ten days to get an appointment. Right, ten days to get an appointment. Um, I mean, yeah, this is something that before you could get somebody in in a, a day or two. Okay, ten days. Um. So this has been a struggle for uh for businesses. Look, all the airlines. You go on the other spectrum. Airlines canceled. I don't know how many thousands of flights the last month uh, month and a half because of because of uh, of staffing shortages because of the pandemic. Uh, And so it it, this has been a very uh big struggle uh, across the board. Uh, it still continues. Um, and. Look, also, the, the, you add to this the fact that there were already labor shortages for many other reasons, and people just kind of like, you know, what? I mean, really, am I? Do I want to get paid eleven dollars an hour for this shit? Right, and and be exposed to get sick? I mean, so so yeah, so that that's something that I that, that I saw, and 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 it is, you know, some businesses are right now. This has been Omicron has been. Uh, especially, what I was reading is that for small business, it has been this has been the most difficult. uh, This this is about as difficult as when the pandemic started, basically when right. we had all because
0: because you don't have the sort of mandated shutdowns and things like that because nobody wants to do that anymore. E- e- frankly, even in places where it would actually be the right thing to do, the will for it is gone. Like the, the governments is don't want to have do it, the people PPP don't do- funds. Yeah, Right. Because yeah, in order to do that kind of stuff, you have to back it up with funding to help right. people through it. If you if you force somebody to shut down, you need to give them support for the time they're shut down. And nobody is nobody is even willing to think about that stuff right now. But it just sort of with so many people out sick that you know maybe they're not so sick that they're in the hospital, but they're out sick enough that they damn well should be staying home, especially since they're contagious you have enough people out that that everybody is sort of you're having trouble getting done what you need to get done. And some places can't even be open. And even the places that are open are clearly struggling with keeping it up. I mean, hell, even even where I am, I, I there was an email today extending the deadlines for the, the, the annual, you know, evaluation process, you know, where you have to give self reviews and reviews to your peers and all that crap, extending the deadlines for all of that stuff in part, because so many people are out sick,
1: right? You know? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so this entire thing, like right now we, we have been in this phase right now where so many people that have been sick, um, I will say, you know, like everything. The other part about this is, uh, uh, you know, where hospitals are slammed. Once again, look, it's the unevenness of our health system that is that, that this shows. Um, because look, you go to an area. I, I said this before. South Florida may have had a lot of cases, but it's one of those things that you you looked at all the data on hospital capacity, and relatively affluent could be a place you know uh and with a lot of people getting vaccinated and so yes hospitals have a lot more patients but you look at the you look at the heat maps are showing you know where icus or hospital capacity is at peak it's you know we we've never We've never really been overwhelmed during the entire pandemic. Just because Florida has so much capacity anyway. It, it, it's South Florida because we have so much hospital capacity. It's just never specifically been Specifically South Florida, right. Especially, specifically South Florida. Because I'll tell you what, that I remember that I, I got our friends that moved up to to North Florida, like around the Jacksonville area. And those places, the hospitals were like, look, you saw the capacity maps, 200% of capacity. They, they just didn't know where the hell to put people, okay? Um, and and so many hospitals have been slammed, but still look, even if you have the capacity, it happens like what's happened in my, with my brother at a hospital in Texas where he works at, where, look, he told me that literally the entire staff at the hospital has gotten, uh, COVID this last month. Mm. I mean, including himself, everybody. Um, and so Look, it doesn't really matter uh, whether you have the hospital capacity if you've got everybody sick. Yeah. And you can't staff it. So it's been a struggle. Um it's a struggle for everybody right now. Um in hospitals. And and look, again, this this whole damn thing, you know, with the pandemic, I said, oh, whatever. It's like it's not a pandemic at the invisible. Listen. Look, you look at the and listen, you you take any any of the maps where you're looking at um you know how we are doing in terms of of deaths and things and it it really still look because of how vaccines work versus whatever you look at a map there's a the New York Times has a map of hospitalized and you see where the hell the you know the the big concentration of deep red where the hell it is is in our freaking rural areas it's just hmm. really bad it's just really bad okay and right. you know, you look at you look at a state like Mississippi for God's sakes. It looks like blood flows right on the highway. It's crazy, <laughs> right? And you know, you look at a state like Washington, and eh, it looks all right. California, it's okay. You know, but but man, I mean, you look at the South, and holy shit, it's bad, right? And you know, they want to act like nah, it's not a problem, whatever bullshit, man. I mean, it's just. It's just makes it making it so much worse by not being vaccinated, and uh, and look, yes, uh, 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 you know, people that are vaccinated haven't gotten sick. I got sick, you know, it's just what it is. But, but yeah, the latest is the New York
0: fully t- boosted, whatever. But the, yeah. the 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 really important part here, like in earlier variants, the vaccine also made it harder to catch the damn thing. Right. Uh, that apparently is less true. I mean, it's still true but less, true. <laughs> but less um, true. You you can still get it. But the really important fact that is still 100% true about the vaccine is if you do get it, it's a lot more mild almost all the time. If you've been vaccinated and even more, right. I so thought you've I you've had a booster.
1: cold, you know, right. it just, it was like a cold. I, I the flu. Well, the flu was worse. I can tell you that flat out. Mm. Um, you know, but, uh, and hell, my, my, my wife and my son th- didn't get it. Thank God. But, but you look at the data and it's like right now the average from, you know, recent data shows that the New York times, you know, this is somewhat behind, but it's like, look, death from being unvaccinated, is still 20 times as high. 20 times. How I mean <laughs> Jesus, I mean, that's, I, I, that's a, that's a pretty big gap. Yeah. Um, And, and,
0: and, you know, and it's, it's frustrating that we're, that there's still such a large unvaccinated population out there, Uh, you know, in the U.S. specifically, also worldwide. I mean, people have talked about like, you know. On the U.S. side, it's mostly, at this point, people who, for whatever reason, don't trust it, don't want it, anti-vaxxers, whatever. You know, a, a few months back, even, we could still say that there was a significant portion that just the opportunity wasn't there, it was too hard to get, whatever. I think most of those problems were resolved. Not all of them. You know, I can understand there still may be some people who have hard time getting the time off and being able to find a place, whatever, getting into transportation. But a lot of those problems were at the very least significantly lessened. And so it's mostly people who just don't want to do it at this point or who are justifying it and saying, hey, because you know, the, hey, this new variant's pretty mild anyway. Why would I want to do it at this point? Who cares? I made it this far; I'll make it longer. Um, and you know, we've had uh, and and, and uh, unless their employers are making them, and we we glanced over last week that uh, the Supreme Court had tossed the uh, the 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 mandate for all large employers. Uh, but you know. There are people who are like, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll do it if my employer makes me, but unless they do, I'm not going to bother. And so you have this large pool of unvaccinated people out there that are still, you know, forget about the damage to themselves. Cause you can say that, okay, they, they, at this point, they understand the risk and you know, if they die from it, well, that's on them. Um, but they're still providing a pool of unvaccinated people where this thing can further mutate. They are still providing it more, uh, a, a easier path to spread, um, et cetera. And then worldwide, you know, yes, there are reluctant people worldwide too, but there's huge swaths of the world, where it's just simply not available yet, we haven't rolled it out at scale. Uh, the you know the poorer countries who can't do it by themselves are not getting the level of support they need. And yes, there are international programs to help with that, but they're nowhere near the scale they need to be. Um, and so, yeah, uh, and so we st- the these pools where it will continue to mutate keep coming up. I see, like, I see people talking about uh, you know, where will this progress from here? And on the one hand, does the existence of Omicron mean from now on, it'll be this sort of milder version of the disease? And the experts are saying, well- It's not guaranteed. Ho- yeah, hopefully, cross your fingers, but the next variant that comes out may not behave like Omicron. It may also spread very rapidly, but be more serious again. And as long as we have huge- Groups of unvaccinated people out there, and we're not continuing with sort of the 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 physical interventions, the masking, the distancing, all of this sort of stuff. Then, yeah, you're still going to have more variants pop up every few months. So, and we don't know what the next one's going to look like.
1: Well, I think that one thing. um, uh, Speaking of the variants, is that so? There was an article today uh, about. Working on vaccines that are pan, pan coronavirus, right? That can that can potentially work across any new variant that comes up, not just the ones we already have. Right, and and that the those are in the works. Um, uh, right now there, I'm surprised by the that there isn't a a lot more funding towards. Maybe they don't need that much, but more funding uh, towards it. But that, uh, but that this is something that isn't. um, that isn't a. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not something that is out of you know out of science fiction. Okay. Right. Um. They're, yeah, they're, they're fairly
0: far along. I think there was one out of Johns Hopkins. There may be others. Um, and they're they're you know, they're moving along the process that these things go through. And I guess it's, it's taken them longer than the others because they're trying to be more general and all of this kind of stuff.
1: Well, the thing is that this, this you know, a pan coronavirus. So they were talking about what the difference between this is and say the flu vaccine. And what you're saying is right. that, that, you know, the, the, the flu vaccine definitely mutates quite a lot more than these types of coronavirus. And, and that, the, and that, that there is a way to, to create one that, uh, a vaccine that basically—I mean—it really would cover just about every damn uh, you know coronavirus that we've seen over the last twenty years, but, like SARS and any of those. Would it cover uh, the common cold too? Because that's also a coronavirus. That I understand is no. It, it's ah, not it. that that kind. Because it, it, yeah, well, that that's always been the holy grail. The, the, I, what I, from what I heard that the the cold. Virus is one of the most rapidly mutating ones that there is. It's the reason why they've never been able to nail down a freaking vaccine for it. So yeah, yeah. shit out of luck. No, yeah. But
0: if if it can at least handle, you know, our current (laughs) pandemic and sort of preemptively deal with new variants, that 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 would be a huge additional step towards getting this down to the point where we really don't have to worry about it as much anymore. Um, right. you know, there's also been a lot of talk about, you know, is it endemic yet, et cetera. One important thing when speaking about a virus moving to endemic status is endemic does not equal. We don't have to care anymore. Endemic right. simply means it's somewhat stable; it's not having these big spikes and waves anymore. It's entered sort of a steady state. But if that steady and then we state have treatment
1: is, and other things, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. so but forth. what I was just saying
0: is, if the steady state is bad enough, it's still a serious situation, and you're still going to want to deal with it, and you're still going to want to make it better. Um, right. The key is not just getting it to endemic status, but getting it to endemic status at a level that's acceptable. Um, and that involves both working on the spread and also treatments, like you said, making it so that, you know, if, 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 if the situation is that if you get it, you know, there's, it's either very mild to begin with, or there's an effective treatment that you can take and then nobody really has to worry about it. Then even if it is at the sort of levels that everybody used to catch cold and flu and all this kind of stuff, uh, fine. You know, if, if, if it's really at the point where you don't have to care because it's either mild or you can go to your doctor or the drugstore and pick up something effective that'll just take care of it and you don't have to worry about hospitalization or death or, or maybe you'll lose a couple days of work, then, then great. I mean, I could get it once or twice a year. So, so the fuck what, you know, if it really and truly gets to that level. And I know some people are saying, well, isn't that what Omicron is? No, not quite. You know, uh, if you're fully
1: vaccinated, maybe. If you're not vaccinated, no, you're not there yet. It's just that's the problem with the percentage of people that we haven't had. Like, I mean, when you're only talking about 27% of the people that are vaccinated have been boosted, for example, and that's very important in order to to. Really properly fend off Omicron. Well, then you know that's that's a problem. And and the thing is that you would think that we. I mean, we're distributing. I'm looking at. I was looking at the numbers. We're still vaccinating about two million people a day. Okay. Right. It's not like the pace is like you know we're vaccinating a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand. There's two million shots being given and you know administered in the U.S. every day. But we really need. But there is capacity to do more but people aren't taking advantage of it. Hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Any, any other pandemic related stuff? Well, I will talk about one other thing. Oh yeah. The, related, uh, we, which we, was,
0: we should uh, talk. We, we should also talk about the, the yeah, you mentioned, did I get my test? We should talk about that whole rollout and the masks, the free masks too, but go ahead. Do well, your let me, business. Let
1: me, well, the well, sure. one other thing is uh, Peloton. Peloton Peloton. <laughs> <all laughs> okay. The of- okay. Yeah. Well, look, Peloton uh, had this uh, uh, massive surge of demand at the beginning of the pandemic, okay? They were like, basically, they were like going wild, they were backordered forever, and everybody wanted a damn Peloton. Well, I guess now that the pandemic, you know, people are like, yeah, whatever, we don't give a fuck. A lot of people are acting like the pandemic's over. Uh, basically, uh, Peloton's demand has, like, crashed to the ground. And here's the damn problem with <laughs> yeah with what they did you know the the ceo of the company was an idiot because a lot of times you get such surges in demand you can't just hire and like like crazy and think the demand is going to stay like that forever on something Mm. that's a product like that so they decided to overbuild and hire a ton of extra people and then the man's right up and basically this week the news was like peloton will probably halt making basically everything and the reason why they're saying don't make it, everything is because uh, they ordered so much merchandise now that they had it coming on ships that it's getting here, and they don't have what the fuck to do with it because nobody's buying them, uh, you know, not buying any right. anywhere as many. And all of a sudden, demand is way down, and they hired a ton of people, and now they're saying, "Well, we're going to have to lay off all these people." So, nice. so yeah, uh, you know. Like I've said about these, damn, I I am, I I am totally against most of these exercise machines at home. Everybody I know that buys them, eventually end like, up using them. Quick, yeah, they just sit over there collecting dust or they wind well, up being as a clothes rack.
0: Yeah. I mean, and yeah, and, and this certainly happened to the ones I bought like a, a long, a long time ago, I bought a couple and I used them a few times and then I didn't, and
1: then, you know? and then you didn't. That you were born. Uh, that
0: um but but you know, and I guess the theory of things like Peloton is the interactivity like will keep you more engaged, blah blah blah. I look at it as two things, first of all, like that feels like a gimmick that would get old really fast. I know maybe that's just me, like I, maybe not, but also that puts you completely since it's a service like that, if the company does go out of business, guess what that part of it you is bike. Right. And that's what you paid all this extra for, you know, and, and that whole part of it becomes useless. I mean, hopefully the whole thing doesn't just become useless, but at least that part of it becomes useless. And I I don't know, like, and I I saw like at least one of the comments on Peloton said that like, you know, the Apple TV fitness and stuff was providing an alternative for some people. Like, you know, if you've got an Apple TV, for those of you don't know, you can sign up and there's a fitness component it it ties to an apple watch you can and basically it just plays fitness it's videos for you yeah they, well and, and they tell you to do various exercises or whatever and it ties to your watch so like it calculates how many calories you burn while you do it and gives you a status on the screen and stuff and like okay you know you don't need any equipment other than your tv and it helps to have the apple there's Watch. there's a lot of competition
1: you know? in this space like with all yes, this things. i there mean is. there's like There is this tonal, like, thing, like, whatever. There's also that mirror mirror. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, all of this shit. I mean, I I find, like, most of them. I mean, I really think that, I mean, anybody that is stupid enough to buy a fucking $1,500 TV that because supposedly (laughs) it looks like a mirror afterwards in order to show you exercises. where you could just fucking watch the same damn exercises for, like, $20 on your regular TV is a fucking idiot. That's all I can say.
0: Or frankly, for free, search YouTube. You'll find dozens of these things. Exactly. I mean, yes,
1: yes, there's tons of them. It's just, just, I find it, it's just ridiculous. Look, there is an appeal to, look, I like going to fitness classes, okay? But you know what? I go to a fitness place. I feel like I would you know, hate that, but go ahead. <laughs> but a lot of people do like there's soul cycle there's like cycle bar and a lot of people, you know, they socialize there. My wife's made a whole bunch of friends. I mean, you know, there's people over there. I've made friends over at the freaking fitness place or whatever, you know, you sometimes goes like, Hey, you're going to come tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to be over here, whatever. So it's, you know, it, it, so it's good, you know, it's motivating in that way. Um, so, so that does exist, but you know, I, I, you know, when you're looking at it just on the fucking like TV, I'm like, "Well, what the fuck I mean i I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at it on TV. I'm there's no social element.
0: Right. So I don't Well, like some yeah. of them try to make it like you you sort of well, interact it's a little bit like with your classmates the and stuff.
1: but that's another separate yeah. story.
0: Okay, let's talk a bit about these uh free masks and free tests and all of this other kind of stuff that the administration uh announced this week and a lot of it, you know, there'd been mounting pressure on them to do this kind of thing and criticism of like, hey, Europe's been doing this for like months. Why aren't you doing it? Can't you know, what can you do here? Um and so they sort of are trying to catch up with this stuff. Um, And you mentioned last week how you can't turn on a dime. You can't suddenly realize that you screwed up two months ago and didn't order a shit ton of tests and now get them overnight. So they're going as fast as they can. Um, And the the website to order tests opened up uh, this last week. Um, and they're, they'll begin shipping, I guess, next week. And can I, can, can I give yep. them
1: credit for like one thing is that, uh, look, they figured out how to, uh, set up a website that worked like right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. And they, look, kept really
0: mean, it, they kept it really simple. That's part of it. They kept it really simple.
1: Yeah. And, and the other thing is that heaven forbid you actually leveraged instead of like treating the post office, like. Uh, you know, it's a useless piece of shit operation that you want to like crush because it 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 doesn't like help your political uh aims or something. Oh, guess what? We actually have one of the most powerful delivery systems in the world. Why don't we just fucking use it? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Um, now I- you here, know, so here I have to give credit on both of those because it it worked. Pretty clearly, it seems like you know, hey, we're just gonna use the fucking post office, and heaven forbid, I mean, I mean, they're good at this. I mean, yeah, they're they're I'm are... sorry, but I am I am I have always been a fan of how our postal system works. Right. Okay. I I think that I don't know if you agree, but you know what? It's cheap, it's effective. I mean, for the most part. I have gotten my shit to like anywhere, uh, whenever I've needed it on a timely manner. Um, yeah, you know, it works. Right. It's, I agree.
0: It does. So a couple things on the rollout weren't perfect. And I want to, I want to I, I first give credit. Like you said, this was, this was fast, they they may have been late deciding to do this, but once they decided to do this, they got something up and running pretty darn fast, and they managed to source a lot of uh, a, a lot of tests pretty darn fast, et cetera. And by the way, um, I've
1: noticed that there's a lot more availability of tests everywhere, like in yes, general. Yes,
0: like, agreed. Yeah. Like it's not that every place that's needed to ramp up has been ramping up. So like, yeah. you know, a few weeks back like it was impossible to find these things, more and more it's getting easy to find. You know? Yes. Like I've I've seen uh reports of like, hey, I went to the drugstore and they're just shelves of the damn things.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Um so anyway, the couple things that have, you know, first there's an issue that's sort of by design. Um and that is the most of the European countries that you hear about giving out free tasks tasks, free tests, have it structured that you get a certain number per month or a certain number per week. And, you know, it's it, there's no end date on it. It's just like, hey, we know until this thing is more under control than it is now, people are going to need these people are going to need them on a regular basis. Um, And some countries are just shipping them out automatically to everybody. Some you have to go to your drugstore or whatever, but you have a certain allocation that you can get free every month. Uh, And it's in, it's expected to be recurring and ongoing. One of the decisions that was made at least for the time being is this, this is a one-off deal, you know, that the, that is being set up by the feds, you know, you, you know, each household can get four tests for free you sign up you're done and i i don't i don't know what your thoughts on that are my my feeling is that's the european model is probably more what's really needed but i understand the constraints that resulted in them doing what they're doing
1: well i think that well i think that they're going with a two pronged approach because they also made it that uh health insurance is covering right uh uh these tests which didn't used to be covered if you got them well the, honestly I, that, that, the that's shocking
0: to begin with right i mean you you would have expected that that would fix like yeah, almost the, at the no, beginning well, of this well the thing, the but.
1: pcr tests were covered but not right but not the home you no know, but not the, not the home test but they made a quick change with that and like like i mentioned like you mentioned like right now they're available. It's not just there, but like everywhere. I, 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 I went, they are more expensive
0: than they are in other countries, but yes, they are out there.
1: But they are, but, 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 but right now they're free. I mean, if you have, well, well, the government ones are free.
0: Well, if you, if you have healthcare or if you're getting them direct from the government, they are free. The, the whole reimbursement, the way it works for the, the, the insurance company covered ones are, though, that you have to pay for them and then file paperwork
1: to get reimbursed. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. Well, well, no, I, I saw that they were simplifying that. I read that if you go right now to, like, Walgreens, for example, and at checkout, they will automatically do it, okay, at that moment. I saw that, um, as a matter of fact, what I saw is that I purchased some online with my FSA account, and uh, it's getting credited back immediately. So it's not – I didn't have to – File a claim. I just went online, order my FSA account, and and then they're going to get then the money gets back in and that's it. Right. OK. So, OK. So it, they, they are making it that it's it, it it's more straightforward. But but it's a multi-pronged approach. I, I think that, look, you got a supply of like uh, about a billion I'm going to guess that right now they're just trying to limit quantities right now because you know how people are. If you let them just get as many as they want, they'll just fucking like stock up, they'll put them on fucking eBay. Well, even the Europeans, they, they don't do that. Everybody has an allowance of a
0: certain amount they can get per some time period.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that if right now, you, you know. I know. Like, right I, now, I, I figured,
0: supplies are super constrained. People who have no intention of actually yeah. using the tests will get them anyway and then resell them. sell whatever. So, you know. Of so. course, the, 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 the flip side to that is if you make it truly free and Easily accessible anywhere, as much as anybody wants, then th- there's no point to hoarding because the val the the price drops to zero. Nobody's going to well, buy it from well, you. Well, if well, you well, well, let
1: me, well. Well, that's eventually when the supply catches up with the demand. Exactly, but, exactly. But 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 you, if they are, I've seen this with free goods before. If they are free, but they are limited in supply, people will sell them. Yes, that's true.
0: That's true. If they, it, the key to that is having them so. Be, Ubiquitous, yeah. <laughs> so ubiquitous that uh, not only are they free, but there's absolutely no friction in getting them. You can, yeah, yeah they're the, they're. Exactly. I saw I saw someone complain it. Complain, goddamn it! It's getting late. <laughs> um I don't know, you know, but it, anyway, I it, it, saw I saw someone online comparing it to like the old AOL discs. Who was reselling the fucking AOL discs when they were spamming them everywhere, oh, right? Jesus no,
1: <laughs> Christ, man, did we get, holy shit, how many of those fucking discs did we get, for the love of God? I, and I know Sweet we're showing Moses.
0: our age there, we're showing our age, but, you know, whatever. Um, but... Yeah, so so anyway, but so the, and I understand like because of the supply constraints, maybe they will at some point convert it to a right. program where you can get a certain number per whatever. But they're just starting out, they acquired the number they acquired, that's not enough to, for like an infinite supply and so There for the moment, it's one per household and I'm sure they'll reevaluate, right? Like they're also hoping cross your fingers like everybody else does that, you know, Omicron will peak, it'll go back down and then we'll be done (laughs) now. I think we've had enough false alarms about being done over yeah. the last two years. Yeah, yeah,
1: that yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, nobody well.
0: should necessarily believe that at this point. Like, I'll believe it's done when it's done. You know,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, but
0: but uh, so I understand why they're doing it, and maybe they'll change it or they'll reevaluate in a month and see where they are and all this kind of stuff. Um, the other
1: criticism: when going um, to a strip club again is safe, then I will say it's done. <laughs> Did okay, I say fine. that out loud? Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, okay, sure.
0: sorry. Um, oh, okay. in, in any case, the uh, the other bit, and I think part of this is, I, 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 they say this is by design. Um, they say part of this is by design and another part was sort of a bug that they're dealing with. But I'm not sure it's so much they really wanted it to be that way as it's part of getting it out fast, okay? Which is that they the structure that they set up Is it's four tests per household. And more specifically, four tests per address. It is not per person or anything like that. So what that means is if you're single leave living alone, you get four for just you. If you're a family of six, well, too bad. You still only get four tests. You know. Right. And the what I'm thinking, they put some bullshit on the website about how this is because. Of, I forget exactly what they said, but it was some nonsense about wanting to react to the prevalence of something, blah, blah, blah. I think it's much more simple than that. I think it's, they were going through the fucking post office and the post office can validate, has this address already got one? whereas if you wanted to build an infrastructure to test for individuals like validating against social security numbers or something you'd have to build a more complex system and it would take longer and you'd have to figure that out and you'd have to figure out how you validate it and all that whereas the post office can simply track has this address already gotten one done right and i think that's the real reason for that constraint and i understand like there are a lot of people online that were complaining about this rule uh you know saying look this is this is uh, biased against multi generational households, and there are a lot more multi generational households in in poor and minority communities. But it was the keep and, it
1: simple thing, you know. I mean, Jesus, I, I mean, well, that's the this, problem. You know, yeah. and,
0: uh, the thing is, if the if the government had actually said this was part of keep it simple, then. Uh, y- y- at least you'd see that, but that's not what they said. They gave some bogus reason that's like transparently bogus, but I think that's the real reason. It's all about keep it simple. It's about what the post office can validate without building anything new right. at all. And and I think that's the real reason for it. And part of that, um, uh, and I heard that there is, there was a bit of a bug here and they're working on it at first, the form did not differentiate between apartment units. OK, so like if you had the same street address, but you were different apartments, it
1: well, was. I didn't see that problem. I live in an apartment. I didn't I, see that problem. I, I, I know, I went I know you have a you right know, number two
0: A or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, but like two lots way, and lots of people. Way. I don't know. I made it up. Okay, I don't. I don't remember (laughs) your actual address off the top of my head, and I wouldn't say it on the podcast anyway if I did. You know?
1: Uh, Oh yeah, because it's such a secret. I mean, anybody with fucking Google, I know. I know. I mean, yeah. I know. My God.
0: I I know. Every once in a while, my my son tells me about like how they're learning at school how you have to be really careful about sharing your address online, and I'm like, fuck it. You know, our address is any any. In
1: anywhere! <laughs> I mean, I can just type my fucking name online, and it comes up, and like, I mean, it doesn't yes. take that
0: long. Anyone who wants to find my address can find it in, like, 10 seconds, okay? Right! I wouldn't be shocked if you could find my fucking social security number if you wanted to. Oh, I mean, uh, I'm
1: sure you can! Look, right you know, here, uh, here it is, my old address, my new address. Look, I yes, just typed yes. up my name. Everything's on there. Give me a fucking break. I, I anyway. know, I know. Like, you, you can
0: find it. Okay, any Anyway, but the... <coughs> <clears throat> but anyway, when people were starting to use this, uh, there were there were mixed messages. Some people like you were like, I had no problem at all. But other people were saying that, you know, they if if there were three people in the same apartment, whoever got uh, sorry, same street address, but different apartment numbers, the first one to get to it would get the damn tests and it would reject everyone else. You well, know, that may
1: be a, because maybe I ordered them first. You
0: may have ordered them first, um, yeah. but then, uh, it, 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 you know, and then the, the post office apparently or whoever, you know, uh, was running this uh, apparently did acknowledge that there was a, a problem and they were fixing that because it's it it is supposed to be one per address. But that includes your damn apartment number. Like it's one thing to right. say, you know your family of seven can only have four tests, which is bad enough. But if you say your apartment building with 200 people in it can only have four tests, that's just, yeah, again. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know? Um, and, and hopefully they, I, I honestly, I hope this is, this really is a simplification thing and they can work out the larger families thing too, or people were living with roommates or whatever. Right. You know, cause it really should well, listen, be based on the number I, I, of individuals think, you have.
1: Look, like we said, this is like the first you know the time that they put this out there okay all right i am i'm, I'm going to assume that as they get more supply it will expand like the distribution but but at the same time like as i mentioned you know look i, I went and i ordered those tests online but i was a- i've been able to procure more tests right this week uh, uh, you know without without much difficulty uh, whereas i had difficulty before finding any of them so <clears throat> you know um I mean the supply is improving, and um, you no, know, I, I, I I I think that the the look they put this together real fast. Obviously, there are some there there are some issues, but I, I mean I was pretty impressed with the fact that they were able to get it up and running with, as quickly you know, as they could. That, as they yes.
0: Now I can still say I wish they had done it earlier. But at least once they decided to do it, they did it pretty quickly. And we're not in X-Men. this kind of situation where, you know, they finally get around to actually delivering this in June or something, you know? Right, 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 right. right. Um, So they also then decided to give out free N95 masks too, right?
1: Yes. And yes. W-
0: now, what are the details of this? I gather they're distributing them at drugstores no and other idea. places.
1: I saw that they were distributing them, that there was like a I, – I saw – I have N95 masks so I didn't look, okay? Yeah, I have a but ton of them had, But they, but they said, you know, there was a link where you could find all the different places where you could get the N95 masks. Right. And you could get them for free. So. Yeah. And, and
0: so they're rolling that out too, because the CDC finally this week uh, changed their messaging around masks officially and said, yes, N95s are better than cloth masks. And they put a ranking. Especially
1: for, 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 for especially for Omicron. Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean, and yes. and this is another thing where and I know we've harped on this before, but keep people say I saw like comments online again that say, you know, the the CDC lied to us about masks before, and they're finally yeah, cured, right, right? Yeah. you know, yeah. and and look, there there were. At the yeah. very beginning, March 2020, there were some questionable things where they were saying don't use masks because, you know, and it was because they w- w- there was a restricted supply and they were trying to save it for medical folks, but they didn't actually say so. Um, but I think the the messaging on masks has been fairly good and fairly consistent, but the situation continues to evolve and change, change. You know, and so the things that were the best recommendations a year ago are not the best recommendations today. And yes, part of that is our understanding has evolved and gotten better, but some of it really is, hey, Omicron is different than Delta, is different than the original version of the virus. And the and the best advice is different. It changes. And, you know, what, what would Whereas before, I mean, there were there there were, despite the people who say otherwise, there were reputable studies showing that even uh, cloth masks, if worn by a high enough percentage of the population, reduced transmission overall. And again, this comes back to the: it's not necessarily protective to you as an individual. That's not what it does. But when Applied to an entire population, it reduces transmission, which helps everybody. And that was true even of cloth masks. But even at the very beginning, of course, the better masks were better. And the and the N95s actually did protect the wearer, not just the people around the wearer. And right. uh, but in, in the CDC finally said something that ranked the masks and said you know n95 is really is the preferable kind and you want to be wearing it when you can and especially vulnerable people should be wearing it now if you've been following non-governmental experts they've been saying this for a year you know but you know the cdc finally got around to it and so now they're Following that up with helping people get N95s who can't afford them otherwise, because you know they they, they can get pricey when they add up. You know, I mean, it, it it's not as bad as during the beginning of the pandemic when like people were price gouging the hell out of them. The, the The supply is out there now. They're back to quote-unquote normal prices, but even the normal process, price for an N95... Well, they are more you know, expensive mass, definitely. Yeah, if, if, farther, if you're a low-income yeah. family, that can add up, especially because they're not reusable infinitely, right? Now, I have pe- yeah. heard people say, like, if you rotate them and give them time to air out between uses and stuff like that, you can they can last a fairly decent amount of time if you treat them right. Um, But uh, they're still, you know, you know, three bucks a pop or whatever. It it varies widely depending on the exact N95 you're getting. You know, it, it, it can add up if you've got, you know, a large family and you're wearing them all the time, et cetera. So... Um so I am sure it'll be very helpful to a lot of people uh to be able to to pick up these for free that they might not have been able to as long as you're sort of in the part of the world where people are still paying attention and still want this stuff. I think a big part of our problem right now is how many people uh still have decided they no longer care right you know or never did care or didn't believe in masks because Biden said wear a mask so therefore I'm never gonna wear one or whatever but um, yeah. Uh, now, on the other hand, I, you know, I don't know if I'll pick up any free masks because I've got like a whole crap load of bat of N95s and K N95s that we paid for ourselves in, in the entryway of our house. So, you know, I, 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 I would feel bad taking advantage. Um, when,
1: yeah, I mean, if I don't there are other any right now, so I'm not going, yeah, exactly. I'm not going, like, out
0: I-, I mean, I mean, if, if the supply, and now to be fair, I did get, The free tests, even though I can get my own tests at this point. But frankly, like we may end up giving some of them away to people who, for whatever reason, can't take advantage or can't or have run out or whatever. If we're in a position where we can buy them and they're not right, like you you used your free for, or like uh, my wife was talking about, there's somebody that she knows who uh, doesn't want to put you know, it, her address is secret because she's hiding in a domestic violence case or whatever. So, okay, give them, you know, that, no problem, you know, it, wh- whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think this will be helpful. I think there's an this is another question where, you know, there's the whole supply and demand. And if, uh, um, I, I, I hope the government can, t- can continue to help out as necessary As long as there are people who want the masks who can't get them through other means, you know, either they can't afford them or whatever. Now, I have seen some criticism of the federal mask program as well, because so far everything is there will be these locations and you can come pick them up. Uh, But there are people who have like uh, mobility constraints who are like, is there any way I can get these mailed to me? Um, And this seems like the same kind of startup issue that we were talking about with the tasks that hopefully they wasn't included in the initial rollout, but they'll fix over time. Like if, you know, if you need the masks, but you can't get out to the drugstore yourself, here's where, here's the phone number you can call or the web, web form you can fill out and get some
1: mailed to you, you know? Yeah. Okay. So we've beaten the pandemic to death. Okay. Yeah. One
0: more one more deficiency on the tests that I heard people worrying about is that mm-hmm. the tests have a temperature range that they're good in, and they're being sent out in the regular mail in normal packaging. And for people in the northern tier of the U.S., where it is very cold, below freezing, that is below the temperature that these tests are rated for. So if they it, they need to figure out something with how do they ship them in a way that they won't be ruined by the time they arrive just by the cold. And they're at, at the least they're warning people right now that says, OK, if you've ordered these in the mail, be checking your mail very quickly. So as soon as they arrive, you can bring them inside. Uh, the fucking see.
1: side. Yeah, so don't leave them like in the mailbox, like, you know, like sitting there for days or weeks. Yes, or exactly. Yeah. Until the IRS comes and seizes your money.
0: So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough, 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 enough. Okay, let's, um, let's take another break, uh, and, uh, and, and then we'll talk politics for a little bit. Back after this. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do?
1: I won't subscribe!
0: You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash corner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, our Curmudgeons Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeons Corner mug. Fun stuff.
1: Not Fun.
0: In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show.
1: I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner.
0: Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more.
1: One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars.
0: If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeon's corner. Alex hates, we really, really hates, curmur.
1: That's really mean, isn't it? But I hate curmudgeon's corner, but I really
0: do. And we are back. Uh, So, um, politics. Unmute yourself, Yvonne. I thought you were in charge of the mute. So I can mute you, but I can't, can't unmute you. Oh God. So nice. at the beginning of the break, I muted everybody. That's why I told you in the chat to unmute yourself. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. Jeez. Guys. Fucking technology. New, new technology. Sake. We're trying for the first
0: time. Yay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which by the way, is an update to our users, uh, had, Worked pretty well, but in the middle of the last segment, sort of crashed and we stopped being able to hear each other. And we had to spend some time recovering. Sam's like, What?
1: What? And I'm like, I can't, Sam, I can't hear you. He's like, Yeah, I can hear you. You
0: you." Yeah. So, anyway, we we recovered and we did not lose anything. So, so far, you know, mixed record on the new Zencaster software. On the one hand, it crashed in the middle of our recording and we couldn't hear it. I shouldn't say crashed. It looked like it was still going, but we couldn't hear each other properly and we were confused and didn't know if it had lost something and blah, blah, blah. But on the flip side, nothing was actually lost. So that's right. Um, so anyway, politics, if y'all go
1: back, if y'all go yes, back to in our, in our archive, early, podcast, days, go back to early days of curmudgeon's corner, If you go back all the way to our early archives, you can hear how basically we are just struggling with our technology so badly. And basically, I believe that basically it just includes quite a lot of my cursing, like (laughs) nonstop about it. So if you want to go towards the earliest episodes and you really want to hear me all really, really pissed off. OK, about how we spent like 45 minutes talking about something and then lost everything that we said Then you yes. can go back to some of those.
0: Yeah, yes. we've done that a few times where we, you know, we, we would record it and then we would lose, lose it
1: everything
0: and then we would try to do it again. But of course, the the same enthusiasm isn't there the second time around. No,
1: uh, uh, the second time th- it's like it was. There was a lengthy soliloquy explaining the intricate details of economic policy. The next time around, it's like fuck. The stock market went down. Next, <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we had a we had a brief interruption. And then you won't even have heard it because we'll splice the two pieces together and it'll all be fine, We're
1: fine. Right. <laughs> but, but Sam Any, will die as we record. Yes,
0: ex- exactly. Anyway, politics. So the I, I guess once again, similar like to last week, there's the sort of the the two halves. Well, actually, three halves. Anyway, we've got three the, three, the, halves? three halves. Three halves. Three halves. One and a half. Well, uh, you know I what, guess that's the side
1: of our show is the three halves.
0: Yep. The three halves. There we go. Um, the the we had the conclusion of this whole filibuster drama that worked out exactly like everybody predicted it would. Uh, cinema and mansion stuck to their guns and done. Okay, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that and build back better. We also had um, the January sixth stuff has really seemed like it's accelerating. They're calling more and more people. They're releasing more and more evidence. That not they're not releasing the evidence directly, but in their statements, when they were like when they request people to come, they're they're giving away more details of what they already know. They they finally won that. Uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court and they got the Trump documents from the archivist, all that kind of stuff. And then finally, we've got, uh, you know, the other Trump investigations, the New York AG is being more aggressive and all kinds of stuff. So those are the three sort of subtopics, uh, the three halves, as it were. Um, yeah. But starting off uh, again, the filibuster happened exactly as everyone expected. No big surprises here. Um and I, I guess I, the only thing I can get to is did it have to take this long to get here? Like mansion and cinema have been saying the same damn thing for a year. Like and Democrats, the rest of the Democrats just refused to believe them and kept saying, well, if we just say the right things, maybe we can convince them. And couldn't we have saved ourselves a lot of time and effort by doing this exercise earlier? And I, I, sub- I I was about to say, or not do it at all because you know, you don't have the votes, but I guess just like we said last week, part of it is you I, have to show that you tried.
1: I think in uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a big part that you have to th- show you, th- you tried, but I think that um, I will say that, I understand Manchin's position, where he is, he's at a pickle. Look, everybody keeps, like, you know, going on him. You know, this is a Democratic senator from a state that went to Trump, what, by seventy thirty? Yeah, something close to like that. that. Right. Uh, it was like 20, 20, 25 points. And then people are saying about primarying him and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you're gonna primary him, and then what are we gonna which is you just wanna hand it, you just wanna well, hand the well, seat completely the, over the the to the Republican. Line on
0: West, the bottom line on West Virginia is and I know you think Manchin has a shot, but it's a miracle he is even a senator there. Exactly. It's and, a it's a complete miracle. And and like his chances of reelection are already slim. I would say they're close to zero. Yvonne would say, "Okay, he's he's shown he can do this, so maybe he'll he, win." He
1: he won, hey, but listen, but
0: that 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 yeah, election I know, I know he four, he, he, managed, listen, he listen managed. to
1: start. To, it's four years off. Okay, yeah. all right, a but long right time, okay. a long time, okay, a long time, and you know, so I I don't I don't. But what, what I was going to say is, like regardless,
0: a, regardless of what, that, you put but, Manchin, but 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 you he's a,
1: a, no no no. But what I'm saying is, but 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 that's the the point wasn't to talk about manch. Yeah, yeah. What I was going to say is,
0: regardless of what his chances are, anybody else has zero chance.
1: Exactly. Anybody else has zero, Dot zero, 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 zero. Manchin has a shot. The others have zero. Okay? Right. So everybody's saying, we're going to primary you. And he's like, go the fuck ahead. What are you going to do?
0: and especially, by the way, I just want to say, if you replace him with someone more liberal, if you're What's like, done? The, yeah, like the only, over. the only way you can possibly have a Democrat win in West Virginia is if it's a Democrat like Joe Manchin. Exactly, that's it. There's no one, so and the chances it. are slim, even there. But if you exactly. have one win, it it has to be someone like him. It, it's less exactly. clear in Arizona. Arizona is more purplish at this. Now
1: point. Arizona, now Arizona, that's a completely different animal because you realize that both senators are right now are Democrat, and not just that, but the but that Biden won the state. The, 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 yes. the dynamics there are a lot different. And right. and the thing is that cinema. Okay, I thought look. I understood the things about cinema, but the fact is that she's trying to argue to people. She, the people that right now, her approval rating in Arizona amongst the people that voted her there is seven percent. Yeah. Now, of course, there's been all kinds of
0: reporting in the last week as well that she doesn't care about her approval rating in Arizona because she's probably not going to run for re-election anyway because she's planning to run for president.
1: Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> good luck with that, then, I guess. I mean, she has a much higher, like, fucking regard for herself than, Jesus. okay, um, well, good luck with that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I see her doing just about as well as Tulsi Gabbard. Basically, yeah, at this rate. I mean, if you have 7% approval rating amongst your constituents, I mean, what the fuck? And a lot of the people, that what they're saying is that, when they talked to her when leading up to the vote, she was not acting like this, even though she had some positions that were more towards the center, that she was not acting like this. And that you mean, now, when, when she was sudden, running up
0: to her election, you mean?
1: Yes. Yes. And that a whole <coughs> bunch of people I saw in the interviews that basically felt just completely betrayed. Now, right. Joe Manchin in this in this thing, we know known about him and it, where he has been for a long time this isn't a surprise. I think where everybody was like far more surprised is the people of Arizona that voted for her and were expecting her to deliver something and the Democrats and then all of a sudden they did not get what the fuck they voted for and they are pissed. Right. Which is why her approval amongst the people that voted for her is down. I mean, Sam, she had, I read that not even six or eight months ago approval rating about the people who voted her was 90%. It's down to wow. seven. Seven! <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm, scr- I'm pulling my, I'm scratching my head over here. Wait, you got voted to represent sir, this constituency, right? And basically, 93% of them are telling you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, S- that makes s- no fucking sense to me yeah. whatsoever.
0: Look, I, I don't know what's going on in cinema's head. I mean, on the one hand, it's like, maybe she sincerely believes all this stuff. And that's it. Uh, maybe.
1: I don't know. But, but there is one thing. But there is one thing about you believing certain things, which I have gone into. Uh, I've gone into situations where I may have a belief, but I'm representing certain people that voted you know that that put me in that position in order to do certain things so I have to abide by the you know by, by my constituents okay right and and she's not doing that at all and that's the one that really baffles me more than anything right yeah I, I,
0: she she's inscrutable in so many ways I, I, I don't even know um and and you're right to some degree like you're there to represent your con- constituents but one philosophy of being a representative is they elect you for your judgment and that includes doing things that they don't approve of because you think it's the right thing to do and if they don't like it they don't elect you next time
1: you know but i guess i, I mean you know i mean i i mean that's that's one way of doing it but i i i but it's you know when I mean I understand you're not going to have full agreement with everything that they are putting that that they are putting in front of you I get that but but like I said like right now the number I saw this week is that 93% of the people that voted for her disapprove of her job yeah and I mean this isn't just some disagreement this now, isn't now, just, just, your constitu- just to be clear constitu- the way you put
0: the way you put it is important it's not it's that percentage of the people who voted for her. her overall right. improvement approval rating in Arizona is different like so you right. could argue right. like is she picking up Republican support to make up for it? but I think I've seen polls that say she's not so no, no,
1: no, no, she's not so it, it, it's it's baffling to me. The whole thing is baffling to me
0: so anyway, it happened just like everybody said it would. And now, and, you know, I called it the filibuster thing. It was also the voter rights thing. Um, On the voter rights side, uh, you know, a lot Now,
1: let's say we weren't, let's be clear. We weren't surprised. I mean, I think I had expected the-
0: Every, no one was surprised. No one who's been paying attention is surprised in the slightest. This has been the predetermined outcome, I would argue, for a year. You know? And, and- I guess at a few points in time, both mansion and cinema may have said things that temporarily gave people some hope. I don't know. Um, but, but this, this should not be a surprise for anybody. Uh, but now people are scrambling to figure out like, Oh, well now what do we do? Um, you know, and, You should have moved to plan B a year ago, you know? Um, And I know there there are lawsuits going on against some of the laws that are being passed in various states and there are various other things going on. Uh, But frankly, most of them probably won't succeed. And so a lot of it is uh, basically saying, okay, well, you have to organize to win big enough in these states you have to get enough people out that it overcomes any voter suppression that's going on. And then you have to win by a big enough margin that if you're putting, you know, Trump figureheads in places where they're counting votes, that the margins are big enough that they can't plausibly push things to the other side, you know? Uh, Cause it's, it's one thing if you've got like, you know, a few hundred vote separation between the winner and loser to find things that you can throw question into and, and, and perhaps throw it to the other side. It's another thing. If you've got a substantial win, it becomes much harder to do that kind of thing plausibly. So basically the answer to this is the good old fashioned, get out the fucking vote and convince people to vote for you. And, you know, and, you know, we've talked before about all the headwinds the Democrats have against them right now. And you ha- if, if they're, if they're going to have any chance of keeping the House, keeping the Senate, then they have to find an effective way to fight against those headwinds and win anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see. Honestly, I think a big, huge portion of this is going to tie completely up to by the time we get to November how is the pandemic looking and how's the economy looking? And that's going to make more of a difference, more of a difference than anything else.
1: Yeah. uh, Because I I think that one of the things that uh, I was seeing certain surveys of, um, of uh, what people are concerned. Um, And, I, I, I think the one thing like right now at this moment that's a big neg you've got two big negatives. You've got the surge of inflation and you've got that the pandemic got worse. Like right now.
0: Now you've also got a lot uh, of these schools are, are telling people are uh worried about schools and you know the
1: but you know, I, I what are you teaching I, the kids. But 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 I I, I I think that's a whole bunch of horseshit.
0: I think these are I the think two a lot of it's related thing. to pandemic too. This is the this is yeah. the kind of this, stuff that they're worried about because yeah. You know, the, the pandemic gives extra visibility to schools. People are worried about school closings and, right. uh, you know, all right. this kind of stuff. And that just sort of oozes into, oh, yeah, well, by the way, what are they teaching our kids right now? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are they teaching I, us I, that white well, people the suck? Mo- listen, I don't know.
1: Listen, but, but, the, but most of that, I, I don't think, you know, the, the gas and food prices are hitting, you know, people are have gotten some sticker shock. Um, I think that. I, I totally believe that a lot of this will uh, subside uh, by the end of the year. Right.
0: Um,
1: at, at least, you know, you know, the, the, this, some of this will start subsiding and um, uh, the pandemic at some point, you know, th- this is going to end. It's not going to be here forever. It may feel like it, it is, but it's not going to be here forever. Um so, so I think that those two things it, it, I, I I that those are the biggest influences. Because I right. you know, the other day, I I, I I the other day I wanted to pull my hair over the New York Times pulled this uh uh the 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 intersection of the Ven, the impossible intersection of the Venn diagram voter is what I call. Okay. A, 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 a an Obama Trump Biden voter. That was uh, gay and was now annoyed with, but it, it was just this weird intersection of a voter who they call as an independent, and I'm like trying to look at the numbers. And, and you know, one thing is, show me what fucking percentage of the voters could these people be, <laughs> which has to be like, <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, these people are like unicorns that you guys found. Okay, all right, this is. I don't know anybody like this. These people don't exist. Okay. Or very few of them exist. Right. Right. But, but the one thing is that I will say that, uh, that to me is baffling still, it, it, the it, baffling about some of the interviews, because this may not apply matter to this voter, but it does apply to a lot of people, especially that I think that are unhappy with the president in general, that are not necessarily Democrats. Uh, It's this person that, for example, well, you know, I was upset because, you know, we got laid off last year, whatever, why not. Then what happened? Well, we both found better jobs and they're remote and we're getting paid a lot more. But I feel totally insecure about my money. And I'm like, wait, what? Right. And I'm like, okay, the brainwashing of these people is intense because they just said, yeah, we lost our job. Yes, we got a new job this year. Oh, we don't, oh, it's remote work. We don't even have to go to work. Oh, we're making way more money than than before, but we're more, but we feel worse. And I'm like, what? Yeah, huh? Listen, and I'm like, oh, well, you're talking because you haven't lost your job. Listen, assholes, I got fired, okay? I want to hear this shit. I got a new job, and I'm getting paid a hell of a lot more money than I was getting paid before. I definitely do not feel, less financially secure, nobody has brainwashed me into believing I'm worse off in some fucking way right, but these people are I don't understand this, and they're making more money and they right. they, they say it <laughs>
0: yes um okay we we I, I we are running what what we is are running along I want to get to a couple other things. Yeah, you want to get I to a couple of things. I want to get, a, we're running along, want to get to a couple other things. One thing I mentioned is now that the uh, now that the voting rights stuff is mostly off the table, they are still talking about uh, the, the potential reforms to the Electoral Count Act that we talked about last week, uh, uh-huh. so maybe something will happen there. Ah, uh, because there's there's a chunk of Republicans who are for that too. That say, you know, look, those kind of shenanigans. At least we can all agree those are bad. Let's not do that. Uh, so that's good. But now we're moving back to the BBB conversations as well. It's like those have been dethawed and they're starting to have conversations. Uh, the latest thing that Biden was talking about in his big press conference. Uh, was potentially breaking it up into smaller pieces. Uh, the thing that you have to worry about on that is the whole reason that Congress does everything in omnibuses and things like this is the filibuster. Like if the whole, they're trying to do Build Back Better as part of this reconciliation process that they can only do once or twice a year. That's limited to uh, items that affect the budget. There are all kinds of constraints on it, um, and they can't do those like infinite number of times under current rules. Now they could change those rules, but under current rules, they, they can't do like a thousand of those. Uh, and so anything that they break out into a smaller package, once again has the 60 vote threshold. And so there's a question of, okay, are there any parts of the, if you break apart these bits, are there any parts of it that you could get 10 Republican votes for? I don't know that the answer is yes, other than this, uh, electoral count act stuff, which is really completely separate for the rest of it. I don't know, maybe one or two Republicans on a couple bits, but they seem to be holding a pretty unified line. And I haven't heard a lot of them saying that it's just because they put all of these together in a package. They don't agree with any of them. Okay. Um, and so you the bulk of whatever you're going to get done is still going to be in is has to be in one chunk. And so then the question is, what can you do? And I saw a headline saying, you know, Democrats are finally, you know, are, 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 are what's the right word? Democrats are admitting to themselves. <laughs> this isn't the word of the headline, but this is the reality. Democrats are finally admitting to themselves that they are going to get pub- published. They are going to pass. What Joe Manchin wants to pass, and not one tiny thing more than that. Period. So at this point, like the only chance they have is to hand Joe Manson, is to hand Manson? Joe Manchin the pen. Yeah, I Manson? know, I know. He's not Chuck Manchin, he's he's not Charlie Manson, he's not no <laughs> Okay. You know, You know, I start to get flustered and then, you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) they have to just hand him the pen and say, write down what you will accept. Acknowledging that he took off the table what he did just a few weeks ago. Okay. Write down what you you will accept now.
1: And then then we'll put it through.
0: And that's it. And that's that's it. And, And look, I tweeted, this is how it was always going to end up. I know they tried to move Joe Manchin a little bit, but he didn't move. Whether he moved or not, though, in the end, you are going to pass what Joe Manchin wanted—not one thing different than that. That's it. it look, what, just I, the, what I will
1: say, and I and I will, uh, I will, uh, and I, cinema, I, I will I go back. It, it, look, he w- w- with that. Look, it, we were talking about his reelection, which is still four years away, or whatever, whatnot. Look, what not. Look, the one thing that we are doing with that, if we do it that way, is that he can go back to his constituents. And, yep. s- and show them what it is that, you know, the power that he carries and why you want to vote him back. Okay. And he
0: can show specifically that I got you this program, this program, this program that helps right. West Virginia, right. but I didn't agree to any of that socialist shit. Exactly. And it, and exactly. it doesn't even matter if the things that he agreed with are socialist right. shit socialist. and the right. things he didn't His agree aren't. It, it doesn't right. matter. He can still give that
1: message. Exactly, he he can give that, and 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 that and that's that's what he needs in order to be able to hold on to that seat. And until the rest of the fucking Democrats have shown me that we can have like sixty plus seats in the other place, you know what? It's it's what we need to do in order to keep that fucking seat. Okay, I, and I and I just I I, you know, it is what it is. And, and, and really vilifying him and calling him names or whatever you guys are ignoring the political reality into which we are living into which he's holding onto that seat by the, by, by, by the skin of our teeth.
0: Yes. And, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess there's maybe there's some value to the performative stuff that's been done over the last year, but in the end, if you've got a 50, 50 Senate what you are going to get is what that 50th senator wants. End of story. Amazing. End of story. And frankly, even if you have a, a you know a 60-40 majority, it's the 50th senator who's gonna get you there. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. or 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 the 60th, if you really have 60 and can break a filibuster, right? It's whoever's on that line that has the power, right? That because yeah. you need that many, and you know, so yeah, it, it was always gonna be this way, and I feel like you know the Democrats wasted a lot of time trying to move Mansion to a place that he just couldn't go, right, you know, and we would have because you left we talked about messaging a lot last week you it you leave the impression here, like you know, people say you know the whole shoot for the moon and may and you'll land in the stars even if you miss the moon or whatever the phrase is, right. But the yeah. reality. Is that in this kind of situation, people remember, you know, eleven months of Democrats promising all of these things and then not delivering on them. Whereas oh, if you recognized know. earlier, well, yeah, the people who were paying attention, lots of people just aren't you paying attention. Don't care. Bro- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but but if, on the other hand, you had recognized the position you were in, come in with. Reasonable expectations and messaged on those expectations, and then actually delivered, and then consistently messaged on the things that you had delivered, you'd be in a better spot. And like you said, lots of people don't pay attention, so whatever. But it, it would clearly be a you know better, <laughs> you know, like like the old engineering motto, right? Under promise and over deliver. You don't want to overpromise yeah. and underdeliver. It's just yeah. it, it it sets everything off on the wrong foot. It lets the 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 Republicans control the messaging on ha, you know, look, they're trying to do all this shit. And but yet at the same time, you got Jack. You know? Yep. yep. Okay. Enough on that. And I, 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 you know, these last two things, I I don't know, like m- maybe we'll save most of them. But um we do have the The January 6th stuff has been going really fast. There have been, um, they got their documents. They're in the latest letter they sent to Ivanka politely asking her to cooperate, which of course she won't. Um, They laid out all kinds of additional information that hasn't been public before. Uh, we've seen leaks of additional documents, some of which were the ones just passed over the other day uh, from the archivist have already leaked. Um, we're, you know, As we keep saying, the big picture hasn't changed, but we're getting more and more detail of more and more things. Uh, one of the things that came out, for instance, uh, this week is uh, we haven't even talked about one of the aspects that went on that has come out in the last couple of weeks is that uh, in seven states, I believe it was, um, the Republicans put together you know their alternate slate of electors. but not only that, they forged, certificates of ascertainment and sent them to the archivist as if they were the official correct thing. Um, in like, I think five of the seven States, two of the seven, or maybe it's seven and nine, I forget. But in two States, they actually put language in that said, this is only effective if this is officially like, you know, endorsed by whoever needs to endorse it. But in the other set, they set it up as if it was real. They signed it. they, you know, made it look like it and sent it to the archivist. And in order to set up this scenario where Pence theoretically had two sets of, uh, of, of electors for the state and therefore it was in dispute and therefore he'd have to send it to the House or whatever. That was the theory behind that uh, is that if they did that, that would force that dispute, it would force Mike Pence's hand. And of course, Mike Pence decided he wanted to have nothing to do with it. But one of the things that came out this week is guess who was absolutely crucial in coordinating that effort across all of those states? Rudy? Rudy. Absolutely. It was Rudy. Rudy was behind the scheme or this part of the scheme. Um, And so, yeah. Uh, So these, you know, because at at one point, like we talked last week, we've talked in previous weeks about the possibility that, you know, the stuff that was happening around January 6th, maybe – you know maybe you can't connect it to the top maybe it's a whole lot of independent efforts <clears> where you know trump and his people were like saying big things in public and you know they 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 gave their speeches on january 6 and trump was saying all these things all this time but it was like you know independent groups like what whatever set of electors in arizona or whatever decided that this was their alternate slate and send it in all on their own no, no, we're we're getting more and more that they were not on their own. This was being coordinated centrally. Um, and again, this is beyond just the violence that occurred on January 6th and attacking the Capitol. One of the things that the January 6th committee is doing is making sure they are looking at the whole scheme, not just the climax on January 6th. They are looking at everything that was being done to put into place the the various pieces that would have been needed for, for them to pull off, you know, doing something nefarious and keeping, and, and keeping Trump in office.
1: And that's Which is why just- I think that the, it's the important thing about getting that electoral uh, vote count act modified and uh, strengthened to make sure that this shit is just, you know, th- this is, a, this is something that, that just cannot be allowed to happen period. And it needs to be clear that.
0: Yeah. You know. It needs to be clear. And it needs to be like, you can't just like in this scenario, two folks sent this certificate to the archivist. <laughs> that doesn't mean that at that point, Mike Pence or the vice president at the time, whoever it is gets to make that call there, you know, there needs to be a way to say, well, which of these two is real. You know, it shouldn't just be Mike Pence making up his mind like one of them has the goddamn governor's signature, you know, and one of them went through an appropriate process to get there and the other one did not. Now, what is an appropriate process? Of course, that's tricky to define, too. Right. You know, Um, because if some of these other things that are being done like we're taking, you know, if you know, one of the things that Republicans are kind of smart at, and I think are setting up again. And there was criticism of one of Biden's comments at his press conference because of this. Uh, but where they're setting up the scenario where they criticize the Democrats for cheating in one cycle, when the Democrats have done nothing of the sort. It's right. completely above board. There's no evidence of any shenanigans, whatever. It's them
1: that they're right to cheat and, at every quarter.
0: And then the next year, and then the Democrats are in a position of like, don't cast doubt on election, don't do this, don't do that. You know, the legitimacy of elections is important. And then next time around, the Republicans cheat their fucking asses off. And if the Democrats try to criticize them, they'll say, well, you said criticizing elections was bad. You're, you're, You know, putting doubt on the legitimacy of the election. Well, there's a fucking difference in terms of are there actual shenanigans going on, or is it just people making shit up?
1: Right. (laughs) There
0: is a difference there, Uh, There but there's a substantial difference. But they're trying to set up the equivalency to get to the point where when we get to the election, uh, and if there are Republican shenanigans, as soon as the Democrats say anything, they can say there, there they go. You know, you shouldn't be doing that. What happened to the sanctity of elections? You know,
1: no. Uh, no, no, no.
0: anyway, um, uh, final bit, uh, the, the other, uh, investigations onto Donald Trump. And I, I actually saw there was a, I think just security.com has a list somewhere. And I, 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 I saw the link to it uh, and there are a stunning number of investigations into Trump and his family going on right now. It's like, you know, one or two—it's like over a dozen. I think close to two dozen different things. If you count all of the various things that are going on, uh, investigations, lawsuits, whatever. There's just a ton of them. However, uh, there've been there's been progress on the the New York AG investigation where you know um, Letitia James, uh, I think that's her name, uh, put out uh, a, a, a statement basically saying you know, the Trumps haven't been cooperating and we're going after them with everything legal we have. We've got all of this evidence. And she put down a long statement of the things that they're going after them for and said that it it said that it's not even a complete list, but it outlined all kinds of uh, insurance and tax fraud related things and pointed not just at the Trump corporation but said that the Trump family was intimately involved you know Donald Don Jr Ivanka etc and they want all their testimony and this is why and so that thing's moving forward uh, the the thing in Georgia on whether Donald Trump interfered with the election for, through that call to the Secretary of State Rafsenberger. is that his name? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I keep getting him confused with uh, the the with Cliff from Cheers. You know. <laughs> That's Ratzenberger. Yeah, whatever, you know. Anyway. Norm. Uh, anyway, she called uh she's she has asked for a special grand jury that can be in session for a full year uh to help with subpoena's and stuff because Uh, She says a whole bunch of people who are involved in that aren't cooperating based and and she needs like additional legal heft behind subpoenas to make them cooperate. Um, And so that's going on, Um, you know, and and so all all of these things are are moving right along. Um, Right. And so this, by the way, is the one other thing that uh, I hesitate to say would make a difference in electoral results come November, uh, because so many people are so fixed in their ways. And in, in some case, like investigations like this, even if they come up with stuff will just make people more ingrained and more like, like you said, it's a whole, like Trump becomes a martyr kind of thing actually gets people excited, but I think you have to do it anyway. You have to dig into this, but definitely part of the dynamics for this November and certainly 2024, uh, is, you know, what is the level of visibility of the Trump crazy, you know, mm. and how tied to that is the rest of the Republican party? Cause I think there's plenty of evidence, uh, that Biden's win was not people saying we want Joe Biden it was please fucking stop the crazy. I want to get off. And so if you end up in a scenario where it looks like, you know, voting for voting for Republicans up and down the line is voting for the crazy. That's one thing that could hurt them. Uh, and I don't know if it would be enough, but it's certainly like one factor in there and like, what do they find and how damaging it is it? And you know, do they find anything that the Republicans can't rally around and say is bullshit? I don't know. You know, I really don't know. Because at this point, everything that I thought a few years ago was a line that like the Republicans would turn around and say, no, no, we can't go there. We're going to turn around and not support them anymore. We've blown past all those lines. So I'm not even sure there is a line anymore.
1: Hmm. Ah <sighs> I know it, it, it this is very hard but but the, the but these people have to do what they have to do there's
0: yeah you know okay with that let's let's wrap this sucker up um yeah that's a show um so I, you know like I said we're recording a whole different way. My editing process is going to be very different. I'm going to try some of the automation this thing allows and see if I like it. And if I do, I'll keep it. If I don't, I'll do something else. I don't know what I'll end up doing. There are a whole bunch of options, even now that we've finished recording this thing, in terms of how I'll I'll deal with it in the post section. But however it turns out, I would love to get feedback from folks on did you notice any difference at all in how the podcast sounded? And if so, was it better? Was it worse? Was there something you liked? Was there something you didn't? Uh, and, and you know, ideally either it will be better or you can't tell the difference at all. But let me know if it's worse and I'll adapt accordingly. Uh, I'm playing around with new technology. Like the old way I did it doesn't work anymore. This is one way. If this doesn't do it, I've got other things in my back pocket to try next time around. So, Just give me feedback. It's feedback at curmudgeons-corner.com. And for everything else, you can go to our website at curmudgeons-corner.com. Oh, and by the way, I this week changed how the RSS feed works a little bit. I'm trying to eliminate the connections to my old Abelsmay.com site to make curmudgeons-corner.com operate completely independently. I haven't removed all of the old dependencies, but I removed a bunch of them. So if anybody had any trouble, downloading or listening to this podcast this week, please let me know that as well. I I, I think from looking at the logs, it's okay. And from trying it myself, it's okay. But if anybody had any problems, please let me know. Of course, if you had a big problem and couldn't download it at all, you won't hear this and won't be able to let me know. So uh, whatever. Um, But if you somehow managed to hear the podcast but you had trouble getting to that point, let me know. Uh, Anyway, you can go to curmudgeons-corner.com. You can find all the ways to contact us. You can see an archive of the shows. And, uh, and you can get to our Patreon. Our Patreon is a place where you can uh, give us a little cash to help with the, the, the show. And frankly, if I do end up using this Zencaster solution, it's a subscription product that you have to pay monthly and it costs more than we're making in our Patreon right now. So we'll be eating up the, the budget, the budget we've built up over the last couple of years with the Patreon. Uh, So. Yeah, surplus. Surplus. Yeah, that's the right word. Whatever. Um, uh, so, yeah, so if you are not donating to us and can spare a few bucks and like the show, please throw us something at our Patreon. I will add that our listener Bob, who is also on our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, upped his monthly donation in December mm-hmm, from $2 mm-hmm. a month to $3 a month. So See, we are raking you in need
1: to have. Now, Now you need that. This is the moment that you need my music.
0: Your your like let's make lots of money music? No, that's not it. I sent you the clip. Oh, you sent me a clip? I um, sent
1: it to the to, to Bob but did you and you the other? Oh
0: day. yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Anyway, it, it's something copyrighted that we probably shouldn't use on our show anyway. But
1: whatever. God. Oh. Uh, oh. It's on freaking, it's all copyright or it's on YouTube anyway. So whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, YouTube has special licensing agreement. Anyway, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're getting off track. We're trying to end this freaking show. Anyway, thank you, Bob, for upping your Patreon donation and anybody else. We would love to have you um, at various levels. We will mention you on the show. We will send you a postcard. We will send you a mug, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, at a high enough level, we'll let you have a break in the show and and put in a recording as long as it's something we basically approve of. Um, and uh, yeah, oh, and at $2 a month or more, or if you just contact us and ask nicely, uh, we will invite you to our Curmudgeons Corner Slack, which is a chat room where Yvonne and I and others are talking about all kinds of things throughout the week. Uh, Yvonne, have we gone long enough that we should just skip this part?
1: Yes. We're going to skip this part today.
0: Okay. So if you want to find out what we talked about on our commudgeons corner slack this week, you're going to have to contact us or donate money or whatever so that you can get an invite and go look yourself. Um, And, and that's it. Everybody Uh, have a great week. Stay safe. Um, uh, Like I said, last week, if, if, if you're not vaccinated, get your freaking vaccination. And even if you are vaccinated, if you haven't gotten your booster yet, get your freaking booster. Uh, it makes a significant boost. difference. There's, Turbo there's mo- boost. CDC came out with a new study just in the last 24 hours about just how much of a difference the booster makes if you catch Omicron. So get the damn booster. Anyway, that's it. Hey, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. All that. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye everyone. We are recording. Woo. Uh, this is Sam and Alex is with me. Hello, Alex. Hi. Um, it's interesting that you said hi. Um, tell me a little bit more about, uh, yourself and why you're with me here right now.
1: I am awesome and I am here because
0: you told me to. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah, let's see. Uh, 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 th- this is a test of using a new method of recording the show. This is Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. We'll see if this works or not. So this is me talking. Okay, Alex, tell me about your YouTube channel.
1: It's awesome.
0: Uh, anything else? No. What is it? Awesome. How do you get to it?
1: By going to alexemzela.com
0: And how do you spell that?
1: You already know all this A L E N X E L A dot Okay,
0: I, I I stepped over that. Tell the people again.
1: A L E X M X E L A
0: Okie doke. That sounds good. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk for like one more minute or something like that. Uh, ow, I hit my head on the microphone. Did Did you hear a noise when I hit my head on the microphone? Yes, I did. Oh, was it loud? No. So, um, Alex, you are now 12 and a quarter years old. How does it feel to be 12 and a quarter years old? How to quarter
1: years old? Exactly yeah. as it felt.
0: Yesterday. And was yesterday a big mission or something?
1: Mission? Of gravity? No.
0: No. Were there slippers? No. Um. Was there slippers. a fish? No. What? Should I use candles? Candles? Yes. What would you what would you use the candles for?
1: Decoration. Right now um, I'm using lanterns, but I was wondering if you thought I should use some candles instead. Uh, uh candles are expensive.
0: Yeah okay, what what are you using with the is it decoration you said? And and what's it's, the what other a, choice? Lanterns. What's other sh- lanterns? And lanterns, oh lanterns are cool looking. Um, this is for that checkerboard pattern thing you were building? Yes. Okay. Um yeah. Uh how about candles in the middle but lanterns around the edge? Um no. No. I have already found something and I am doing it. Okay, what are you doing? I put them in a ring around the thingy. Huh, the interesting. But wait. <gasps> it matches up perfectly. Excellent! I'm a gigaball. i What does that even mean? And what kind of noise was that that came out of my throat?
1: It means I am an idiot. Oh. You Am you I an idiot? It? Yes.
0: Oh. Um, is there anything else you would like to tell the listeners in this test that is just a test and probably not going out to anybody?
1: No, this is going and, at the beginning of the podcast.
0: Uh, Maybe some of it.
1: No, all of it.
0: But it's I, I'm recording a whole five minutes. That's too long for a... No, it isn't. Thing.
1: It's either going at the beginning of the podcast or the end.
0: I will put the whole thing at the end. Deal.
1: If okay, it cut. works
0: properly. Okay. Um, exactly. exactly. Okay. Bye, everyone. Do you want to say goodbye, too? Goodbye, too. And I guess that was
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Later.